Warming up. Let's see. Okay, I'm going to do my own jazz hands. It's a solo jazz hands. I hope you guys have your pink heart covered, you know, whatever kind of crazy ass Valentine's panties you would put on, you know, Victoria's Secrets, whatever things on. But we are live. We are live. This is episode 326 of the Who Move My Freedom podcast coming to you live from the Strange Media Studios. I'm the host, Hank Strange. It's just me right now. We're supposed to be getting Patrick Roberts coming in here from the Firearms Rack. He should be joining us shortly. But I figured I, I would come on and hang out with you guys. Until then, happy Valentine's Day to everyone. And our subject today is Valentine's Day, what gun guys love and what we don't love. In other words, what we hate. Okay. Plus, we're going to talk about uh, these five Republicans who have decided to side with Nancy Pelosi when it comes to a gun registry. What? Uh, they definitely don't love us. And they don't love the Constitution. They obviously don't love the Second Amendment. So we'll talk about all that stuff and more, whatever you guys all want to talk to about out there. I want to uh, remind everyone that's out there, if you are not subscribed to us, please subscribe right now, then ring the bell. That way you'll get notified when we come on next time. Come on. We we need you to do that. And if you are subscribed for, to us, do the thumbs ups, you know, share the video, all that kind of stuff. Uh, I'll probably go through since we're waiting for Patrick here and uh, do some shout outs to people out there. So come on, at least the people who I'm shouting out, you guys need to smash those thumbs. I see SoCal Gunners out there, DCG 44s as well, uh, Ridge Runner. He's out there as well. Shout out to Ridge Runner. Let's see. Um, uh, who else do we have? Uh, we've got Magnum Boys, Richard Hughes, Psycho 316. Bricks is out there. Jade Gru is out there. Um, who else? Paul K. Also, Ray Bazzolo is out there. Vanessa Kitty. Brian Wyatt. Rob Avis. Um, shout out to Rob Avis. Let's see who else we got. I think I said Special K already, right? Special K, David Serpa, also out there. Um, uh, let's see. Let's see who we got. We got Flopping Garbage, Greg98K also in the house. Um, the Tyvin Show. The Tyvin Show is in the house. There you go. I think the Tyvin, Tyvin Show put out a question. What is everyone having for dinner? There you go. I. What am I having for dinner, Lola? Donuts? Having donuts for dinner? Oh, pot roast. Yes, I did have pot roast. So there you go. I'm on a meat and donuts diet. So actually, no, I'm trying not to eat donuts, but I will have some donuts since it's Valentine's Day, whatever that means. Valentine's Day is a scam, people. Just FYI, in case you don't already know, it's a scam. Uh, I see Special K is out there. Oh, Lola brought the uh, Valentine. Is this like a special Valentine's donut menu? Boom. No, I think we're, supposed to, like, we're helping out the man. We're helping out the man. I think, I think you're supposed to cut it, and then you give a donut and a card to someone. I think that's what mm. those are. They're like cards. No, I just want the donuts. I don't care about all this <laughs> fuzzy, feel-goody stuff. I want this heart donut. That's the jelly-filled. Yeah. Just, yeah. That's the one you like. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I hear Patrick's coming in. He's getting yeah, set so up Patrick right is, now. Jump uh, on in. Okay. Let me see. Jake Delahome is also out there. Let's see who else we got. Eric Hammond. Hey, would you blow me? 
1911. Uh, YNH out there as well. Okay, this just dropped down to the bottom. MC1SC, a.k.a. Mika, is out there. James Miller, Randy Peacock, Me Too on Tube, Boss Hog is out there, Scamp 900, RTS guy, Pixamite 1, Rich White, Chris Williams, Bragg Moe is out there as well. Uh, Lewis1911, shout out to him. Knox Spectre says Jello. And uh, let's see who else we got, if, I, if I'm missing. Simpson Road Larry is out there as well. So uh, shout out to all those people. If I'm missing anyone, let me know. And I will definitely, I will definitely give you all a shout out as soon as I can here. Uh, uh, you know, someone, someone was just texting me something right right now about Nancy Pelosi. So actually shout out to uh, Forge from Freedom. That was Sam from Forge from Freedom. Sending me a Nancy Pelosi text. (laughs) Uh, I see Turbo 99 Miata, Drusifer, Master Sergeant Poppy, USAF out there. Phyllis Orca Tactical, also CB as well. Shout out to everyone out there who's taking their time to hang out with us. On Valentine's. Do you celebrate Valentine's Day, Patrick? I can't even see you. No, no. Yeah, I haven't turned the uh, camera on yet. Uh, okay. F- figure I'll wait until after I put pants on. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, listen, we're fine with that. We don't judge. We're not judging. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, no. The wife and I don't uh, celebrate Valentine's Day. We never have. Uh, never been either of our things. Uh, just kind of a ridiculous, you know, holiday pushes people to do stuff that they yeah. probably shouldn't or wouldn't normally do yeah yeah uh, so we yeah. do have a tradition uh we get chinese food and watch a, a movie together at home and oh that's cool you know what kind of movies it. do you guys like watching uh you can tell it's me like if it's really, chick flicks i'm not gonna judge you I'm not it's really judge. hard for us to settle on a movie me uh, you know like she's bigger into the chick flick stuff i can't really handle them because i make fun of them throughout the whole movie (laughs) and she gets upset so yeah you know yeah it's it's kind of it's 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 a weird kind of i know lola and i have a tough time um trying to pick what movie we want to watch as well and i never i never watch a chick flick with lola i always watch it by myself because you know you're the sensitive one yeah you know those things are private like when you watch a chick flick you need to watch it on your own and do your own soul searching and crying and growing up no i mean there there is a (laughs) if if i'm watching a chick flick there is a goal at the end of that uh, particular little experience oh yeah (laughs) like i'm paying penance for something to not just have your head explode and die (laughs) yeah no i'm i'm paying penance for something Oh, okay. So Forge from Freedom, Sam says, uh, read the text. Basically, this is a text. Nancy Pelosi, this is a CNBC uh, article. It says, Pelosi warns GOP that a Democratic president could declare gun violence a national emergency. She's warning us. Uh, yeah, Nancy Pelosi, there's something called the Second Amendment. So you can declare all the national emergencies, I think, that you want to. That's all well and good as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> You know, that doesn't mean that we have to comply with that. And they could do it whether I think that's because like Trump says that he's going to take their money, use that to partially fund the wall, then create a uh, national, a national emergency and then do get the rest of the funding for the wall. 
Okay, you know, if Trump's going to do that, that's what he's going to do. If we get a Democratic president and they're going to do it and try to go after guns, that's what they're going to do. You know, I'm not I'm not worried about Nancy Pelosi's threats. So I don't know if anyone else is out there. What do you think about all that, man? I know you're not a super political guy. I think it's all fucking dumb, man. Okay. All right. You know, uh, I'll. I'll, There's the the, the, the political back and forth. uh, You know, I'll do this if you do this. And uh, I understand this isn't in your best interest, but I want it. Kind of crap is just, it's tiring. It's depressing. Um, Yes, I keep up with it. Yes, I vote accordingly. But I fucking hate talking about it. It it, it just brings me down. It's like watching nothing but, you know, Rachel Maddow, like for 24 hours straight. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, we talk about it here. We do get on those things. We have people that come on and they talk about those things as well. What are are you doing, Lola? I don't think that takes method. I don't think she's threatening. I think she's warning them that that's the reason why she wants gun control, because if the Democrat gets elected, we're going to riot. I think you misunderstood X. Oh, is that the rest of what? Oh, I don't know. I didn't think. No, I think think that this is just a this is just a post that um, that Sam did on Forge from Freedom. And he's talking about that. And he says, and don't think for a moment this won't happen. Twenty twenty will be a huge battle, boys and girls. Yeah, listen, politics is something that I think we all do need to pay attention to. We do talk about it here because it's relative to guns. So I don't believe in not talking about it, but we try to talk about other things as well because I don't want people to get depressed or get anxiety or just get crazy and caught up in all of this. I try to have this show kind of be a fun thing where we can talk about politics, we we can talk about guns, we can talk about music, whatever the hell people want to out there, but we just don't make ourselves too insanely crazy, right? Because it's not, at the end of the day, that's not good. Yeah, I mean, that's that's my thing is it it becomes a sticking point. It drives a wedge between people and it it just ultimately the the conversation of politics for me personally uh, is always uncomfortable. Uh, And and like I said, it's not to say I don't pay attention to it. It's not to say that I don't, you know, vote accordingly, write my uh, representatives and all of that good stuff that a good American citizen should. I just don't like talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we, we're going to do a little bit of that, but we're going to talk about Valentine's Day. What, what we titled the show tonight is what do gun guys love and what do they not love? <laughs> or what do okay. they hate? So we'll, we'll, that's be, that will be the main conversation uh, you and I have. If there's if there's stuff that we get into that you don't want to talk about, it's all good. No, you know, no, took, no, no, no. Um, I'm not going to shy away from it. Um, I, I just like I, said, mm-hmm. I don't want to I don't want to center the conversation around that. Yeah. So, okay, but listen, while we're here, let's just do this now. Let's get into this real quick right now. Um, There was a a headline that went around today. I got it. And it says these Republicans are joining forces with Pelosi to promote a national gun registry. So that. Yeah. So it's about five Republicans are doing this. Uh, Peter King, Republican, New York. That's not a big surprise. Uh, Brian Fitzpatrick, Republican, Pennsylvania, Fred Upton, Republican, Michigan, Chris Smith, Republican, New Jersey, and Brian Mass, Republican, Florida, which, of course, I think that he is a combat vet that was wounded, et cetera. You know, um, but the gun registry thing, what what do you think about that, man? Man, um, 
if I am a FFL, uh, I've already kind of got a sort of registry going, but if I am not an FFL, I'm not so sure that I would uh, be complying with that particular thing. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that I would have sold everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. Listen, first of all, I think that we, we right now stand the best chance, and I don't mean best in a good way. I mean best in the bad way. We stand the best chance that we're going to get stuff like this. You, you're going to actually see that with, with Republicans having half of Congress and Democrats having the other half, and, and with Trump being in the White House, you're going to see some deals get made. And some of those deals might be things that these people are going to try to push on us and say that, oh, this is no big deal. You know, this is... We're not creating a registry. That's some of the feedback that I've gotten from people that have spoken to these guys, that they have already an automatic response set up. And when people are emailing them and reaching out to them saying, hey, don't support this, they're automatically sending their talking points back to people. I got that from Special K. I got some stuff from Richard Hughes today. So they're going to say it's not. I think that we stand a good chance of seeing this. And the reason why I'm telling you guys that, not because I support it, I don't, because people need to wake up and pay attention to the fact that it's not, you don't have to worry just about Democrats. As a matter of fact, I think Republicans are more dangerous when it comes to the second amendment and uh, folks out there need to pay attention to what's going on, you know? Um, Cause these guys right now, I feel they want to put these things into effect. They want these things to happen. So if you don't want to do it, you need to let them know. Ultimately, we all need to come to, because just me or a couple of people out there going, yeah, we're not complying with this. When they come get our asses, <laughs> I think we're just going to go, okay, fine. We could talk all the shit we want to. When they roll up on just one of us or a couple of us, we're we'll like, uh, if you have a family, if you have people that you care about, you know, I think we we have to figure out a way collectively to push back against these things and let these guys know that they're that this is already too much. So, um, no, that, I mean, I agree, and it, like I said, you know, I absolutely uh, stand behind, you know, like making my stance known to my representatives. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm just trying to fix my my color here on this camera has been pretty horrible. <laughs> lately um you know looks like there's some kind of weird thing going on here i'm just gonna mess i'm gonna mess it up see if i can make it any better i don't know really what that is about i think my camera is just going out on this thing to be honest with you yeah i probably need to like switch cameras or something like that it's pretty horrible all right so forgive the whatever kind of crazy effect thing is going on here we'll see maybe it'll get better here in a second. Okay, so if you guys have any uh, comment on this thing, let me know. This is the time to talk about it. This is the time to get it all out. I definitely recommend people get in touch with your elective, elected uh, representatives out there and let them know that you don't agree with these things. You don't wanna see any kind of gun control. They're gonna keep pushing this. They're trying to use, we're coming up on the anniversary of Parkland. And obviously this is gonna be a thing. The media yeah. is gonna talk about this a lot, yeah. No, you're right. This is uh, probably the most likely time that uh, we'll see something pass that is detrimental to gun owners. Um, just because a whole lot of gun owners are really complacent right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so. I think they're pretty much asleep. They feel like um, 
Trump's not going to do anything. Trump's not going to mess with their, you know, I'm going to go, I'm going to go to my, take off my camera there for a second, see if that makes any difference. No, no. So uh, did you put your pants on yet, man? I did. I did. This Uh, is weirding me out because you're talking (laughs) so mellow and then I can't see you. I, now I don't trust what you're up to. Yeah, you shouldn't ever. Yeah, exactly. I'm currently <laughs> looking for that photo I took of you with the. Uh, the Brody I need bag. to see your hands. I need to see your. Hands. Oh yeah, okay, the Brody bag. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah. I'm putting it on Instagram right now to. Uh, tell oh, I have a picture of you with that Brody bag. Okay, don't forget that. Yes, because I was handing it back to you with your full skill. <laughs> yes, exactly, and I took a picture because I knew that would probably be my best opportunity ever to get that kind of kind of evidence on you. So. I mean, I'm not a bashful guy. I mean, I don't give a shit. I'll carry a brony bag around. I don't care. Yeah, I, I've been <laughs> been married for long enough, and I'm a secure human being, and I don't I don't give a crap. Yeah, yeah, I you know. Care. So, no, if you you know you you know you're a man. You don't have to. You know, the brony bag is just not my favorite option. I like the other. Uh, I don't have my bag here, but I like the other. I have a switch. You know, the video game console switch. I have a bag for one of those, and that's where I actually keep that full conceal in. I got a, uh, I think it's where the hell is it? Oh, actually, it is over here. It's not far. I had a really interesting conversation with Mike about how that came to be, and I still have mixed feels. Uh, conversation about what, how, what, came uh, how, to be. how the full conceal came to be. Oh, okay. And what did he? What was? What did he tell you? About how he came um up he wanted it, it, he started out with like a a car pm9 and then uh didn't like how inconvenient it was to carry plus a mag or something so he yeah. put it inside of like this case logic bag and that kind of morphed into well why can't we make this thing smaller and they found a way to fold it um yeah, I think also like so Mike is one of those guys and there's a few people out there. Anyone out there that believes in this, let us know right now. There's got there's gun guys that don't like carrying in a holster inside the waistband, outside of the waistband. They don't like that. They like pocket carry. Right. Yeah, well, that's dangerous as crap and they're wrong. I'm sorry. I, I don't I don't yeah. I don't care what their preference is. If you don't have something covering the trigger guard, like you are asking to be shot by your own gun. Yeah, by your own self. The gun doesn't shoot you. You do. Right. (laughs) So, yeah, I think so. I think even if you have like a small, I actually have uh, one of the things I was going to show is I actually have a North American arms. uh, The Black Widow. Check that out. One of these. Cool gun. Yeah. One of these came in. This is in 22 Magnum. And the thing is, even the company recommends you put this thing in a holster, you put it in your pocket, put it in a holster. You know, you want to think about everything that you have, because um, especially when you have a bunch of crap in your pocket. So, so that one in particular, like I wouldn't feel terrible about carrying that in not a holster it, just because of how it operates. It's single action. It's got these little safety notches on the cylinder. So like you lower the hammer and then rotate the cylinder half a whatever, half a click, I guess. Um and it sets the firing pin inside this little trough so it can yeah, like right. jump onto a live round. So I, I don't feel bad about that one in particular. I still don't like the idea of carrying without a holster because I don't want yeah. to be. And then you have to, you have to cock back the hammer all the way like that yes. in order to be able to pull the trigger. I would still put it in something though, because look, I have a lot of stuff in my pockets. So if you, if you're the kind of person you don't have anything in your pocket, maybe. 
but I have a lot of stuff in there and I think it's easy to, things can still go wrong. I want to mitigate that. Yeah. You know, I mean, and like, I'm not a stranger to carrying a, a large firearm either in like a t-shirt. Um, oh, all right. Yeah. What? I don't know what you're up to, by the way, let me do some shout outs while you're figuring out your stuff. Uh, I see skipped, uh, skipped tactical solutions out there. Avery shout out to her. She was on the show yesterday and she was a great guest. Oh, nice. Um, and also uh, 1000 times better looking than you. Uh, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Clover tack is out there. Clover is, I don't know. I was going to say he's like 10 times better looking than you, but I don't know. It's kind of like a toss up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm crack. I'm cracking my own self up. That's that's how you know you're not funny. If you make yourself laugh, it's really not funny. Ooh. So, Clover Tax says I carry my NAA revolver in a little leather sheath. Works great in the pocket. Okay, very cool. Uh, so let's see. Are you out there, man? Can you turn this camera on or what? Or you? I have a feeling you're like sitting there in lingerie or something right now. Yeah. Clo no, no. Uh, Clover Tax says he's a sexy beast. <laughs> I agree uh, with the beast part, the sexy part. Not all the time. Sometimes he is actually sexy. It's pretty sexy, but not all, right. all the time. Not all the time. Wow. And then uh, Skip's, Skip's Tactical says uh, my jokes are better than hers. So oh, look at that handsome man. Yeah. You know, well, why are you trying to hide from us, man? You, you <laughs> got your very cool safe behind you. You've got your propaganda flag yeah, right yeah. there, your right brown there. propaganda flag. Mine is over here in the corner right yeah, there. Yeah. No, yeah. it's uh, one of my favorite things. Yeah. Why are you hiding that uh, handsome face from the world, man? Uh, I was running around doing some stuff last minute. Like uh, I just got a bag of Brownells coffee in the mail today. Oh, and which one? Uh, which one did you get? I got the the Mullen Cafe. Oh, oh, okay, cool. Uh, you mean like this one? That's that's right. I got the yeah, bigger I'll... blacker bag. <laughs> the bigger blacker bag. <laughs> yeah, a lot of black rifle coffee actually went out there. Mullen Mullen Cafe from Brownells. Shout out to the black rifle guys. Who I do not know, but I like their videos. I like anyone who would put a minigun on a freaking Prius. Um, I had a chance to talk with uh, JT at one of the shows. And a uh, super nice dude. Really okay. knows his stuff. Yeah. Christian Gress says that's his favorite. Oh, you like this kind of coffee. You know what? Do you drink coffee? Do you drink coffee? Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. No, I, 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 I actually was making a pot of coffee. I wasn't at my desk. I was. Oh, okay. Yeah. The, the, the wonders of modern technology. So you were actually making this stuff? Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't drink coffee. No, so every okay, now and then. Put that into a box and then ship it to me and I'll drink it for you. <laughs> Lola does drink coffee. So it's okay. I will knife fight her this, for that bag. This, Lola, this is my Valentine's Day gift to you, my love. This is how you much are, I love you. Dude, you are a terrible husband. <laughs> Awful. She deserves better than you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is very true. Um, oh, no, know. I know. I know. She's she's an outstanding, <laughs> outstanding woman. And uh, you, you, you 
are well below her means. <laughs> I can't argue with any of that. I I, I kind of was cutting in and out earlier. We uh, someone somebody said that they're carrying a twenty two NAA revolver in a little uh, leather sheath. Mm-hmm. Clover tack. Yeah, sure. Uh, I, I guess you can do that. Um, yeah, it's still a twenty-two, and I don't know why you would choose that with all the great tiny guns on the market. But that is a safe way to do it. Uh, what's so? What would you go with? Twenty-two Magnum? Uh, mm-hmm. no, no, uh, oh. nine mil. Nine mil. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I mean, like when I can carry yeah. something like this big. Uh, yeah, but he's that's probably not his only gun. I mean, it could be. Sometimes that might be his only gun, but I don't think it's his only. This is only. Oh, now everyone's giving Lola Strange digital flowers and hearts. Good. Congratulations to you, Lola Strange. She's more uh, well liked yeah. than you. Yeah. Get as many digital hearts as you can get. I'm gonna give you the business. Yeah. It, no, it's just like the talk of uh, carrying small guns. I don't. I, I don't. Yeah. I don't. Clover understand. says that's not his main. Ca- he says not my main carry, bro. Good. Thank God. Yeah. Thanks, uh-huh. sweet Jesus. <laughs> uh no like i said I, i'm i'm not a stranger to carrying big guns so like, i just don't get it because like today we're carrying is this your rolling special hold on this is see. not oh okay that's a fn 509 uh i got a tactical slide on here with a rmo6 type 2 uh x300 because that's what fits into the holster uh a prototype comp from my buddy over at henry holsters uh super cool design and uh i put the mid-size frame on here so it got reconfigured again from the last time i was on the show yeah and what's the trigger what's that trigger uh that's an apex trigger on here and we've got it loaded up with a whole crap load of uh 120 something 124 grain uh federal hst yeah. By the way, um, that's a cool gun. That's a cool gun. Skip's Tactical had the coolest gun I've seen customized. And I think you personally customize the crap out of your guns, in my opinion. Um, to each his own. To each his own. Yes, sir. You have to put a comp on everything. No, man. Um, so my, my, my normal carry gun is just a Glock 19 with a dot and a, and a light. Like, I, I, there is no comp on this one. Okay, and then you changed the trigger. Let's see what else did you do um, there. You well, did yeah, some so cuts. everything that I do, um, like, like if I find a product that works really, really well, um, in, in this case, it was the Agency Arms trigger. I've got that on every Glock. So, and that was uh, a blingy one. I like that one. It was like, yeah, blingy. one's made out of copper. Um, oh, copper. Here's a aluminum one, but uh, I run the Agency trigger on all of my Glocks. Uh, so if I find something in, that works really well, uh, that I shoot really well with, then that'll make its way onto all of my guns. Uh, like the TLR seven, you saw that was on both of these guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when it comes to slide milling, uh, you know, there's one place that does my slide milling and that's it because they're all, you know, it, they put out some amazing work. Yeah. Um, the Jew says it's Patrick's holster called hashtag bang balls. So got a little bit of trolling going on already. No, it's it's actually pretty comfy. Yeah, and Rich White says hashtag never Glock. <laughs> okay. I mean, you know, people have to get their uh, whatever. They have to get their feelings out there, which I understand. I get it. <laughs> you know, 
Uh, this, you know what? I just recently put up a video of um, we got a P365 uh, in from uh, Gun Prime. Mm-hmm. I think they've got they're selling that thing for like four ninety nine. They sent us one to test, so I put that up against my um, my uh, G forty three. Uh, it's it it makes you it, it makes you want to carry that three six five, doesn't it? Uh, no, no, I wouldn't really? carry it. I would. Well, first of all, it did have a good trigger. I think I was more accurate with the Sig, but I had a lot of jams and uh, failure to feeds and all that kind of stuff. Hmm. Interesting. So my uh, it probably has to get worn in. Maybe my hands are too big. What what's your glove size? Mine's a large. I generally medium, but like yeah. I've got like a meaty hand, so yeah. Um, Psycho three sixteen says, "Have you heard of Raven Concealment Vanguard Two Minimalist in the waistband holsters?" Um, I've heard of Raven Concealment, are the minimalist ones, the ones that are just around the trigger guard. Yes, yeah. So the the, the Vanguard Two is going to be an injection molded like trigger guard sleeve, so it kind of goes around this part here and it's got a belt clip off of it um the vanguard 2 you can get like a enhanced version that's got a a, what they call the raven concealment wing and that kind of rotates the gun in towards your body a little bit um i not really my thing uh Mm -hmm. i did that before i did not not with the um not with the clip and everything but i did do that uh trigger guard kydex thing a long time ago like i had a loop it went around my belt yeah, yeah. No, this has like a uh, like an actual belt clip. Um, mm-hmm. I used to have one for my forty three, but I, I came across that really thin holster that seemed to work a little bit better than the Vanguard series. Uh, I need to give it another try, though. Yeah, I honestly just prefer Kydex or leather holsters. Yeah, that cover most of the gun. It's fine with me. No, nope, nope. I one hundred percent agree. Yeah. Um, um, I don't really feel like those give. They keep your finger off the trigger for sure. You know, um, but yeah. I just, it just doesn't, I think as, as you get along, maybe there's a lot of people that do that when they first get into it. There's people who have been doing it for a long time. They like those, but, uh, you know, I've kind of so, moved away from those. Yeah. Like, so the reason that I'm not a huge fan of them is if I go to the range and, uh, you know, I, I do the reasonably often and work from a holster, uh, I have to take it off every time, put it onto the gun, put the gun and the holster back into my waistband, and then do my next rep. And it really kind of screws with the amount of practice I can get in uh, within a specified time period. So I tend to gravitate more towards, uh, like, this one is a Filster Spotlight uh, that I, you know, put some discrete carry concepts clips on. um, And that allows me to holster the gun while the holster is still in my pants um you know i've got you know if i take my j frame it's a a harry holsters j frame holster and all of them are going to be you know good kydex appendix rigs shout out to harry's holsters he does help us sponsor the show he is a good dude good dude awesome Yes, and here's look. Here's the uh, 365 holster from him. Hey. With that, with that, that's that discreet. This just has one because yep. I do like the three, three thirty, three oh five ish, whatever. You know, go get you some foam and try putting a little bit of pad on the back and moving it around front, dude. Like I, I'm able to pack a much larger gun appendix than I could ever have even like really? imagined okay. at three o'clock. Yeah. I don't like, I don't like the idea of appendix uh, for a lot of diff- different reasons, especially when I sit down and then I have like, um, I have a bunch of cuts in my stomach actually. 
from different surgeries and stuff. So it doesn't, and then any kind of pressure on my, uh, on my stomach makes me uncomfortable, to be honest with you. So I try to avoid that whole thing. I'm not super worried about shooting the nuts off. Like I know that's what, you know, a lot of people don't want to carry appendix for. Yeah, it just doesn't sure. work out. It doesn't work out being comfortable for me. I've tried it. Yeah, no, so. it, it's it's really dependent on holster and finding a good one that works with your particular body type uh, has a lot to do with it. Um, like there's not one right answer. You know, some dudes yeah. are able to get away with a Vanguard style holster and they can carry a large gun like I'm carrying today comfortably like I need something that's a little bit more tailored to the gun and it does a couple of other things. Uh, I kind of talked about that last time about how different uh, components of a holster are like tilted into your body and rotate it and mm -hmm. like foam and all that good stuff. Um, you know, really enhances the comfort of carrying appendix. Um, so, yeah. I think, look, everyone out there, figure out what's the best, safest way for you to do what you have to do. Practice with well, that. You know, I mean, yes. And, and you, you kind of have to throw a caveat in there, too. Like, um, if you're using a uh, hybrid holster or like a um, one of the leather back Kydex holsters or the mesh back Kydex holsters or whatever the hell backed thing with a Kydex shell stuck to it, mm -hmm. um, probably buy something that is 100% Kydex uh, because th those are actually pretty dangerous. Okay. Why, why so? Uh, let me grab one and okay. while you're doing that, Brian Wyatt says I should do a test on the bond bullpup nine pistol. Um, we actually do have a video up on that. I have one and uh, we have a video up where I shot it with Walter and uh, Mr. Guns and gear. So if you search on the Hank Strange channel, you should be able to find that video. All right, that one's a little older. And it does work. It works. I know there were issues with the other ones. Um, what we shot it with, it worked. So with the original uh, uh, Bobert, I think. Boberg, Boberg yes. Boberg. Was it Boberg or Bobert? Boberg. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so what you run into with like the, this is um a vent core from stealth gear what you, what you can run into is whenever you holster the gun as they wear out this material will start getting soft right mm -hmm. and this one's still pretty rigid but it'll start getting soft and you can catch that trigger on the material on the material like and the ones that are really bad about this are the ones that are leather backed. There we are. Well, you can kind of see what I'm talking about there, though. But okay, because I'm, so I'm the material to, bunches up on it or something. Um, it folds over and into the trigger guard. Hmm. So okay. Hmm. Like that's 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 a downside. So like this one's still pretty new but it'll get hung up on the trigger guard uh or on the trigger itself and then bang um okay. it's happened way more often than people like to admit and no one ever talks about it i i just don't like hybrid holsters for that reason alone i don't think that this adds anything uh in terms of comfort over uh 
you know, a, a good, a well-designed Kydex holster. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. See, and Vanessa says get a decent leather holster. You run into the same problem with leather. Over time, leather breaks down um, and it'll start to get floppy. And if you don't do maintenance, like replace your stuff because holsters are not forever. I don't care if it's leather, Kydex or whatever. Um, they're never forever. Mm-hmm. Um, if you If you don't do maintenance on that stuff if you don't look at it and say okay well this is getting kind of worn i better replace it then like that's when you start running into issues so, so these are these are fine as long as you pay attention to the uh the state of the material and whenever it starts getting really floppy um maybe you replace it you replace it yeah look i think always buy the best uh, highest quality stuff that you could afford so you know and then yeah nothing lasts forever you have to maintain it um, I think actually leather will last longer depending on how you maintain it. Um, you know, uh, um, I don't know. I, I mean, I've had several leather holsters over the years and, uh, they, they just fall apart, uh, after a few years of heavy use. Um, there, there are some manufacturers out there that may make really great stuff, uh, that, that seem to last a little bit longer than the, uh, more accessible holsters like Galco, um, and, uh, like Bianchi, stuff like that. Uh, but like, yeah, I, I, I just, I gravitate towards Kydex because it's rigid. It's not going to collapse. I know it's never going to collapse. Uh, whenever it starts either if it cracks or it starts getting worn out on the inside from me using that, that, uh, holster a ton, uh, then I just replace it. Okay. Okay. And I usually use Kydex a lot for training and stuff like that. So. Yes. If I'm yep. if I'm gonna be acting crazy, doing a whole bunch of stuff, I go Kydex. If I'm if I'm just trying to be coolio smooth and comfortable or whatever, I go leather. Twenty or thirty dollar holes Kydex holsters from eBay. Fuck that. <laughs> Who says that? Psycho three sixteen. That's all you, man. Oh, I will okay. buy a properly designed Kydex holster from a proper Kydex manufacturer, not Jim Bob in his garage with a <laughs> Psycho says you can't tell me what to do. You ate my real dad. He's, oh, man, been, yeah. he's joking. I don't know if he's actually getting uh you know getting that, but hey. You you, you get on that foamy yeah. clip <laughs> holster. If that works for you, it works thing. for you. Look, this is what we were talking about this earlier, man. This is okay. a switch case. This is the switch case. That's where I actually keep my uh, the full conceal right there. That's where I keep it. Load it up with full metal jackets. Yeah, chock full of uh, this is the uh, this is the stuff right here from uh, Fort Scott. Let me see. Do I have any nine millimeters? Yeah, it's copper spun nine millimeter stuff. Boom. There you go. Uh, yeah, pickle scratcher wants to know why they don't make a bulletproof holster. I, I, a what? I don't really know. A bulletproof holster. Oh, like, bulletproof so you holster. don't shoot yourself. Um, that well, it's very close. You. <laughs> um. Yeah, where you, where the holster is going to be is really close to you. Well, you know, I mean, like um, uh, Kevlar. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know why no one's doing that. Um, I would think that, like, trying to get the Kevlar material to stay on the holster should it, you know, the, the pistol be discharged would be kind of tough. Yeah, um, Len Holt says Zelda, no Brony. Um, yeah, is that Zelda that's on I there? I think yeah, that's the same Zelda. thing. Yeah, Legend of Zelda. Yeah. Yeah, sure I need to get a marker and just make my own thing on there. That's probably not what I. 
whatever. I'm sure so, it's fine. I'm not ashamed of it. You know, Given what's inside of it. Uh, like, I feel yeah. like there's nothing you can do to make it better. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, look, when I, when I need that thing, I have it. That's all that really matters to me. Vanessa Kitty says, uh, my holster was made in 1982. What year were you born? Well, your holster is a year older than I am. Uh, but yeah, no, that's all you. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure it's in good shape. So, um, I, I, I want her to be honest with herself. Is it more flexible today than it was the day that she bought it? Yeah. Tell us, Vanessa, you know, what do you think about that? Um, Tyvin says, did I see Fort Scott munitions has 357 mag now? Yeah, that's pretty cool. They've got, they're coming out with, um, they're coming out with some different, uh, different rounds and stuff like that. They've got the 762. I'm going to, I'm going to be shooting some of that pretty soon. The 762. It's really good stuff. You know, usually 762 is really not, you know, not that good, but hey, we're going to make bang bangs out of it anyway. Uh, uh, yeah, then we've got some stuff. Some people going at you. I don't know whether or not you want to t- get no, into that. No, I don't that. care. Uh, Haywood, like, <laughs> yeah, Haywood Jablomi says, where does Patrick get that children's furniture to make him look bigger? I, I don't know. Your mom got it for me. <laughs> there you go. Um, so, and Vanessa Kitty says, if you don't know how to tend and take care of leather, don't buy it or learn how to take care of it. So, And I think that goes with anything, you know. Yeah, no, see, now tight and comfy didn't address whether or not it's floppy and uh, like more pliable than it was the day that you bought it. Because it's it, it, whether or not it's tight and holds the gun is a material, whether or not it's comfortable is immaterial, whether the sides can fold in and catch that trigger guard, that that's what matters. Yeah, and she's saying that um, her leather holster is a Bianchi spring vertical holster for the 629. So there you go. Um, yep. No, I mean, uh, you do you. Yeah. Not for me. Yeah. Uh, listen, everyone out there, you know, you all have to figure out what to do with your thing. So. Yeah. No, I mean, like, uh, you know, my, my opinion is my opinion. And that is all. Yeah. And uh, Psycho Psycho 316 says, yes, I own two cheap Kydex holsters. I got on eBay, one for my shield and one for my MP9. Both are comfortable to hold my gun well. Please buy something from Harry's holsters. That's all I have to say. <laughs> yeah. Like once you in like a, a lot of the stuff, man, like this is something that I run into a bunch in the gun industry is uh, my blah, blah, blah is just as good. Or my blah, blah, blah is uh, does a great job. And like I, I was the same person. You know, when when I started getting into this stuff, and as I get into it deeper, I get to use better things. And then when I look back at those lesser items, like the the, the thirty five dollar holsters or whatever, um, like you realize exactly how bad that thing was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and like the example I like to give people is like my gun belt journey. Like I started with a regular floppy department store belt, and I thought that was fine. Uh, mm-hmm. I was able to conceal with it. It worked. Yeah, so did okay. I. Yeah. Um, and then I went from that to like a 511 Kydex insert belt, which like that was a huge improvement, uh, but it was still garbage looking back. Um, and then I went to a couple of other gun belts, and they progressively got better until I got to a Magpul 
Tejas belt. And I was like, okay, wow, this is making a giant difference in how I can conceal the gun. Um, and then, <laughs> you know, I got like an Aries gear, uh, Aegis enhanced belt. And that's just been like the sweet spot. It, it, as you progress through that, um, that quality, uh, ladder, like you understand how bad the stuff you had was. So yeah, I think that's with to- everything, right? I think that's with everything. I think that, and obviously everyone out there has their own budget, what they can afford, what they can't afford. I'm not knocking anyone for that. I think like you're saying, everyone starts, you know, you're like, oh, this doesn't really matter. I'll just get whatever I can get. I did that. You did that. I think as people move on, they'll, and also as you get older, you start to realize sometimes it's worth it to spend a little bit more money because you spend it less. If you buy one, if you buy a cheap belt, and it breaks and whatever, and then you wind up over a few years having, you know, buying 10 cheap belts, it was better for you to just get like one or two high quality. I, I wear leather belts from uh, Andrew's Custom Leather. You know, and those are pretty good for, mo- for most things, not everything. Some things I actually do use other belts for just because of sizing and stuff like that. But, you know, it's what works for me and they're tough. So uh, Harry's Holster says leather looks great with revolvers. Yeah, I mean, and you yeah, know, he says part. thanks for the shout out. Yeah, if if you if it's your prerogative to carry a leather holster, then that's fine. Um, like I, I have no issue with that. Uh, there is a reason that there are a ton of well-respected trainers in the industry won't let them on the range in their classes. Uh, same thing applies to serpas and some of the other stuff. Um, so you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tacos and French fries says it's whatever works for you. So there you go. You know what? Let's talk a little bit about the subject. We wanted to talk about what do gun guys love and what do we hate? So, you know, do you want to start with the love or you want to start with the hate? I, I can only speak to, to my own, to me, man. Like I can't okay. speak for gun guys in general. Yeah, but you're a gun guy. You're on. I'm on. I'm, let's start with the love. Let's start with the love. First of all, I love my family. Number one. Well, yes, I'll I'll agree with that. that. Love my family. That's the first thing. Yeah, love my family. You got to love yourself. That's obviously in there. I'm sure some people will say that, which I do. I think I'm pretty awesome. I don't know about you. I'm sure you think I'm pretty awesome, too. Huh? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure you do. Right. Pretty awesome. I'm sorry. I was reading the chat. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, but I I love my family. That's like the point. That's the place from which a lot of decisions come from. Yeah, so. yeah. What's best for my family uh, definitely like drives what I do in life. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, and all that, all that cheesy stuff. We can get all the cheesy stuff out there. I do. You know, I love America. I think America's pretty awesome. Not perfect. Maybe the cheesy stuff. I'm gonna go get some yeah. coffee. Yeah. Get get the coffee. Get the coffee, man. Yeah. Uh, I love America. I think America's awesome. I love the Constitution. I love guns. You know, there's a lot of stuff up out there. Yes, I do. I love the ladies. The ladies are pretty awesome too. I'm, I, I've always been infatuated with cars. So, I, you know, look at I don't know. I think there's a lot of gun guys out there that like cars and motorcycles and stuff like that as well. So uh, let us know what you guys. Rob D, New York Outcast says, love free ammo and hate not having time to shoot. <laughs> Uh, Jafari H says, I hate the post office. I don't, I don't know if there's anyone who loves the post office, not even the people, um, who work there. James Miller's some weirdo out there. Yeah. Who, who loves the post office? There's gotta be some weirdo out there. Okay. Uh, Yeah. James Miller says, yes, Hank, you are indeed awesome. 
See, there you go. Cosign. Um, <laughs> I like that you're turning to your listeners for support there. <laughs> hey, look, you know, it's just what you got to do, man. It works. It works. Um, James Miller says, I love the Declaration of Independence. Flopping Garbage says, and planes, planes. Um, yeah. Planes are cool. I'm not going to say I'm not. Yeah, I don't know if I. You know, I, I even if I had the money, I probably would not have my own plane. Uh, it would really depend on where I live. I prefer to drive everywhere. If I could, I would have a really nice RV and drive everywhere. I would live out of an RV or something like that. So, but I'm you know I don't have a fear of flying. I've done a lot. I've been flying since I was five years old. So I don't you know. But yeah, planes. I don't really want to. That's not a place that I want to spend money on. Just like boats. I like boats. I like going out on the ocean. It's pretty relaxing. But mm. Richard Hughes says car, boats, planes, guns, and girls. Okay. From Richard Hughes. Eric Hammond says God, family, country, and everything is either well behind those uh, supporting those. Okay. And uh, and then Psycho says the weather delayed my order of four brown ales USGI style mags. Uh, yeah, actually, somewhat. I think it was Tyvin sent me. Uh, um, let me see if I have that. Tyvin sent me. Tyvin actually drove past Brownells the other day. Let me see if I have that picture that Tyvin sent me. Yeah, they're under a ton of snow right now. Yeah, yeah, they were like snowed in. Because I actually sent it to the guys, and I don't know if you guys are even going to be able to to see that out there. But look, that's Brownells, and all that white stuff is snow on the roads. And Tyvon was driving past there, and he sent me a picture. Yeah, I talked to Ryan Rapp and Roy Hill the other day, and they uh, were f- driving to uh, Des Moines to fly out to Ron Bellin's funeral. Mm-hmm. Uh, rest in peace, Ron. By the way, who can you tell us about Ron? I, I know I saw some stuff. Uh, Ron Ballant. He's a uh, he. Well, he was a retired uh, Navy SEAL Master Chief. Uh, great dude. Uh, did some work in the industry on. I think he had a TV show uh, centered around hunting. And uh, I know that he was really close with Ryan and uh, Josh and roy and all of the other folks at brownells uh i had the opportunity to meet him once briefly he was super super nice um but uh he passed away uh and uh they laid him to rest this week okay yeah i saw lots of folks in the industry um i'm not sure if whether i met him or not but i saw lots of folks out there in the industry do you Uh, recall meeting a large man with an eye patch uh no actually i meet a lot of large dudes (laughs) the eye patch kind of sets them apart yeah but yes no i don't i don't actually recall that so um but yeah i know i know a lot of people were pretty sad about that about his passing so yeah that hit home for a lot of guys uh let's see tango hunter says i love riding my motorcycle to work to see my boss that i hate Okay. See, at least you get you get that little reprieve. It's a little bit of a vacation when you're on your motorcycle before you go to work. Oh wow, you got uh, tagged uh, Bronies for Life there on uh, Instagram. Oh. Look at that. Oh, you did you posted something on Instagram? Let's see. Yes. All right, everyone, go right now. You know what? The last time you were on, Patrick, you meant to give away some stuff. Did you still have stuff to give away? I do. Yes. Uh, we'll get to that oh. here in a little bit. Yes. Um, so. Everyone who can go over to 
Is it Patrick Roberts or the firearm rack? It is the Patrick Roberts. It's the Patrick, Patrick Roberts, yes. Because <sighs> there is a Patrick Roberts uh, football English football player that has stolen my rightful Instagram uh, name. Okay. Oh, boy. There it goes. Oh, me taking a picture of you. Taking a picture of me. Yeah, I was in. You remember, I was in a giant rush, so I was like, I'm just gonna hold this up, take a picture. Someone said, "Best, best Ronage says, I pity the fool." <laughs> and yes, November seven fifty six. He used to work for uh, McMillan Fiberglass Stocks, and he's working for some private security firm now. Oh, cool. Okay. So I'm o- I'm over there. Um, I'm over there commenting on it right now. Uh, where is my unicorn emoji? Uh, she was off to the left of the photo. Who's off to the left? Oh, Lola. Yeah. Oh, okay. Lola is unicorn. She found you. Know, you found the one woman who oh. deserves better that'll put up with you. Oh, there's a lot of women that deserve Whoa. better than me. <laughs> Lots of women out there. So anyway, everyone go over to the Patrick Roberts and comment on that right now. Um, you know. Yeah, pick some. And, and make sure you follow him when you go over there. I wouldn't do that. It's it's a terrible feed. He's got good stuff on there. He's got good stuff. You put the brony thing up before. That's not the first time you posted the brony thing. Is it not? No, I see you posted it before. Oh well. You know. See now you got two hangstrings. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna screen capture that now. Before you change it, screen capture you, and then I'm gonna say the Patrick Roberts is is on that Hank Strange tip real hard. Oh, I'm on the tagged photos. I'm like, why is there like three pictures of Tig in a row? I don't understand this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, no, that's uh, I forgot that I posted that during the show. Yeah. No, it's still cool. It's still cool. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right, everyone, go over there. Patrick's gonna give away some stuff. <laughs> Yes, yes. So he'll give it away through, maybe he'll do it through that, right? Um, the, I'll pick somebody the off of there. To, I'll pick a couple of people off there to give some stuff away to. Yeah, and we'll we'll do some stuff here if we can as well. Uh, Big Dick Willie is in the house. Shout out to Big Dick Willie. Knife. Okay. Knife is here. Tacos and French fries. Killer Ratchet also here. Um, shout out to everyone out there who's hanging with us uh, while Patrick Roberts is making his coffee. Um, you know what? You want to do some, let's see, are we going over? You didn't tell us what kind of stuff, what do you love out there, man? What's the kind of stuff you love out there? Oh, I'm going to just keep it focused on gun stuff, man. Um, <laughs> you yeah. love the Roland special. I know that. Man, I, I'm, I'm not, uh, I don't shoot that near as much as I used to. Um, like I actually, the, the gun I normally carry, the Glock 19, I, I repurpose the slide and the comp barrel sits on my desk. Like I haven't shot with the KKM comp and I see your awesome dog. Oh, he came in and he left. Huh? No, your dog came in and then he left. Yeah, no, he better leave. He (laughs) he he finds every little thing on the floor and I do a lot of gun stuff in here. So he'll find, you know, dummy rounds or, or whatever to, to grab and run off like a little scavenger mutt. Yeah. So I wonder if gun guys are more dog people or cat people. It seems that way. There are there are some cat people in the industry. Yeah, but I think most gun guys are dog people. I think we love dogs. There you go. That's the bear. Yeah, there you go. It's a good dog. All the way up. Can you lay down? Down. 
Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I think most of us are gun people. You guys could sound off right now in the chat and let us know. Are you dog people or cat people? I don't trust cats at all. As far as I'm concerned, cats are evil. So Scamp900 says he loves his dogs. Tacos and French fries says dogs. So uh, James Miller, dogs. So we'll see. Someone out there is going to be a cat person, I guess. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna, uh, assume Vanessa. You're going to think, oh, Vanessa? Because she's Vanessa Kitty? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And Kathleen heavy. Music Lover says no dogs, no cats. Paul K says cats. Jade Grew, cats. Uh, Richard Hughes says you're discriminating against bird people. Because Richard Hughes is a bird guy. Uh, pick, uh, pickle Scratcher. <laughs> Pickle, pickle scratcher says cats all day, baby. So there you go. Uh, that, that, yeah, I figured that much. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, there's a lot of uh, Sam Gal says goats. You know, uh, Len Holt says cats eat, sleep, shit, repeat. Uh, that's the same thing for dogs. They don't really do. <laughs> yeah. No, I grew up in a cat house, man, and like I just don't enjoy them as much. There's nothing wrong with cats. Uh, just not my thing. Yeah. Archangel says his cat will jack a liberal up. Uh, yeah. if, it, and, if it suits the cat, then maybe. Yeah. And the pants <laughs> says hashtag cats are dicks. Yeah. Uh, and Rondell Stewart says I'm both. Dogs are loyal and cats are, are manically cool. Okay. <laughs> and Jafari H says Chris, bird people are cuckoo. You know what? I, I agree with that. I agree yeah. with that. Yeah. Yeah. And Richard Hughes says sailor jumps on cars. Yeah, my dog jumps on all kinds of cars, trucks, whatever he could scratch up, he gets his claws on. So Yeah. I I know that feel. I have a hole in my toe right now because my dog got excited. I was taking him outside and I made the mistake of wearing flip flops. Ooh. Oh. Yeah, never good. A little nail went right down my cuticle on my uh, big toe. It was awful. Yeah. So um, someone just sent me this, uh, Robert. Let's see, who is this? Henry 42. He says, did you hear the great 2A news? Kentucky uh, Senate passed constitutional carry today. Oh, nice. Uh, Now it's going on to the House. Okay, that is good news. That is good news. Yeah. Someone says I'm a goat guy. No, no. I have goats. But I'm not a goat person. Harrison says pets seem like as much work as kids. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, kids are a whole different thing. Uh, yeah. But it depends. Like my dog lives outside. He's still a lot of work, though. He's still he still work, but oh, he's yeah, outside. No, my, my 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 idiot lives in the house. Mm-hmm. Mine uh mine lives outside with my goats because he keeps an eye on the goats. <laughs> um. You know, so mm. that's good coffee. Yeah. So let's um, see. Let's see. Okay. What do you not like? What do I not like? Oh, what do you man. not like as a gun guy? <sighs> Definitely. We don't like people who don't believe in the second amendment. So we can just get that. Yeah. One. No, we can throw that out. Yeah. That, that's a yeah. given. Um, um, what do you not like? I, 45. I you don't like 45 caliber. No, nah, I mean, I don't have no. a problem with 45. Okay. Um, like, I don't 
carry one, you know, and I don't shoot 45 a whole lot because mm-hmm. like, it's, it's more expensive than nine. And that's the big reason that I utilize nine for most of my stuff mm-hmm. is, uh, is a cost thing. Um, my, my big thing, my, my, my big hate is, uh, ignorance, man. Like, yeah. um, if somebody's willfully ignorant, that, that drives me up a wall. Um, if you just don't know and you're willing to learn or you're willing to, to listen, um, like I'm fine with that. Yeah. But, we, but we if, got, if, we, if there's you, a bunch of willfully ignorant people in the gun. I think I'm just going to hurt some people. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to grab a, uh, yes, yeah. there are a lot of, uh, willfully <laughs> ignorant folk. Uh, actually I'm going to grab something that we're going yeah. to use. To make a so point. by the way, so who sent me this? Uh, okay. So Christian sent me this. Boom. Check out that dog. I don't know if you guys can see it. That's a handsome dog, actually. Good looking dog there. Good looking dog. So, so mm-hmm. I was at the range and um, I was. This was the day uh, I, I shoot a lot of B8 bulls. I uh, because it's a standardized target size. They're relatively cheap. Uh, if you don't know what a B8 looks like. Uh, let me grab one of these packages back here. Uh, that is a B8 bull. You know, it, it's it's got very defined measurements. So, like when somebody else that shoots well sees a target, they know how big the group is. It's it's just an easy scaling thing. So, like sharing results over a large group is a whole lot easier if you use a standardized target. Mm-hmm. Um, so that particular the day that I, uh, I I'm going to be referencing, like I'm running um, like the the Vickers test, where like it's a clean pass. You know, I think that one scored out at a. So what does that mean? You can't go out. You can, so you you need to be in that um, inside ring. within the black on that so the the test can be scored two different ways uh well three different ways you've got um the traditional way which is uh here you have x and 10 which would be 10 points nine points in the nine ring eight points in the eight ring uh seven points in the seven ring okay you know um and then uh vickers scores it a little differently so anything inside the black is a pass anything in the white is a uh a shot down or a penalty a time penalty something like that okay and then you've got um uh steve fisher my buddy uh fish from sentinel concepts scores it anything in the black is 10 points anything in the white is negative 10 which i it's (laughs) feasibly you could shoot a negative 100 on his or maybe it's the black is counted as nothing and then a shot in the white is counted as negative 10 something right and so okay and they use these circular targets they don't use the um they don't use the silhouettes or anything like that yeah so i mean and and the reason is is um a, a lot of the guys that i shoot with believe that um you know, good marksmanship is the fundamentals that you should build uh, self-defense training on. I tend to agree with that particular uh, point of view. Um, and the reason that they go with these circular targets, a lot of the guys are shooting BAs, Bill Blowers, Chuck Pressburg, uh, um, you know, uh, who else? Um, I know that uh, Ernest Langdon uses them a bunch. Uh, Fish uses them a whole lot. Uh, but the reason that they use these is because I can put this on the internet. And somebody knows exactly how well I did. It's not scaled. It's 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 like I I know what a B eight is going to look like. I know. Okay. That. And so and what is it? What is it making it the B eight? Just show us that one more time. You're going a little fast. Let me see. Um, uh, the, the B eight. Yeah. 
So uh, like uh, the, the, the B8 target is – this is a center repair section. Like they, they come in these giant-ass sheets. Um, but this is just the center repair section. Um, I know my wife yeah, – my wife is calling me. You can text if you need something. Um, so the cool thing about this is it has predefined measurements, right? So mm -hmm. in the center, that is uh, 1.68 inches across in the red X ring. Uh, they're normally black. I bought the red center ones by mistake. The next one's like 3.36 inches. The next one is 5.54 and so on and so forth. So there, there are predefined measurements. And like I can put that on the internet and the dudes that uh, shoot a lot um, know exactly how big that group is. They have a reference. How, I, yeah, it's it's, a, it's okay. an easy reference. So it's easy to, cool. to share results over a large group versus saying, um, you know, I, I measured it out with a micrometer or, you know, whatever the case is. Because uh, if you use a silhouette target and I use a, a, a circular target like these B8s, um, like I'm not going to be able to easily look at your target and be like, all right, I know exactly how he did, or I know what's going on, or you know, it's a really, you know, a really great job because I don't have anything to equate whatever silhouette target you might be using. Okay. Um, anyway. Okay. So, uh, the the getting getting back to the willful ignorance thing, um, I'm, I'm shooting targets like this. This is a, a Vickers the test uh, that is ten rounds, ten yards in a time of under 10 seconds from low ready or compressed ready or whatever um so i'm shooting at 10 yards the gentleman to my right um is dressed up head to toe in tactical gear like he's got his combat boots on he's got some green tactical pants like bloused over the uh you know the the um the the, the shitty combat boots all military style and he's just decked out right and he's shooting from this like terrible knockoff Serpa paddle holster that he's got on his belt improperly. He's not even supposed to be shooting from a holster in this range, um, but he's doing it anyway. And he's doing it really badly. Um, and if you look at like really accomplished shooters, you notice that they've got kind of a neutral position. You don't get all of the, the little the tactical turtle stuff going on uh, where they kind of hunch down whenever they shoot. Um but this dude was like doing a, a super exaggerated, like, you know, John Woo inspired fucking whatever the hell he was doing. And I kind of leaned over. I was like, hey, man, you might want to bring the target in and slow down a little bit because this is his target. He shot it off the clips and the range officer was Holy kind crap. enough to <laughs> let me okay. like I stayed till close so I could get this because I'm going to use this for an article. Um, oh, this was at wow. 12 yards and he was shooting at a cadence of about a shot a second. And it, when I said, Hey man, maybe slow down a little bit, bring the target in a little closer and, and shoot at a more focused point of aim. Um, he looked at me like I was insane. Like I didn't know what the fuck I was talking about. And when I'm running this target in, you know, something like, um, Point four second a shot splits, you know, so point four second between shots, and I get a result like this. This isn't like an, an amazing result either. Mm -hmm. um, like, why would you not <laughs> listen to the dude that's putting fucking holes in yeah. a, a five inch circle in less time than you're shooting five shots at a, a foot and a half thing? Um, 
Yeah, I don't think he understands the reason for shooting at paper. Um, no, well, in, in the yeah. insane thing is like so, so, like I said something to him, um, and then he brought the target back. For some reason, he took the target off, and then later he put that that target back on. And like this dude had shot like three of these little binder clips, um, you know it, like in in a row. It, it like he couldn't have done it if he tried. I, I mean, I would struggle uh, if I tried. Uh, but it, like the, the willful ignorance of that man to, to look at me like I'm insane, mm-hmm. saying, man, maybe slow down <laughs> just a little bit and focus on your fundamentals. And the, the RO pulled me aside. He says, oh, apparently he's a, you know, a Korean war vet. And I said, man, I don't, I don't really care. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't care what your background is. Um, like if you're, if you're producing those results, like you need to change something mm-hmm. and, and just mm-hmm. like not caring. God, man, that makes yeah. me so angry yeah simpson road larry says that's definitely what you call spray and pray uh no, it, well i mean if he was shooting fast yeah but i mean we're talking bow bow <laughs> you know it was not fast um like it, 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 the dude had to have been like 55 60 something like that you know maybe a little older than that and what i mean uh by the way he was standing, I'm going to move my, my camera up just a little bit. So like you see accomplished shooters, they stand very neutral, right? This dude was like this. Okay. Like, like he was, he was, he, he was, he yeah. was bracing for that, that harsh ass nine millimeter recoil. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like just, he was just, about to shoot some full auto <laughs> through a mag dump. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it was, Listen, maybe maybe he's just one of those guys for whatever reason he needs to go to the range and make noise and get stuff out of his system he's not really trying to improve or anything um yeah i mean like i would believe that if he showed up in whatever velcro shoes he normally wears but like <laughs> the fact that he like got dressed for the range with his gun shirt and his gun hat um oh that, that made sure to show his status as a veteran and his tactical pants with his tactical boots like um, that tells me that he 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 cares. He's bought into the lifestyle. Um, it may, maybe it wasn't Korea, maybe it was Vietnam. I I don't I don't know. I didn't have a a, a lengthy conversation with the guy because he made me angry. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I mean, like the, that willful ignorance carries over to so many gun owners, man. Like I, I've I've recently recently been going to the uh the public range and shooting a hell of a lot more like uh i mean i'm in there two three four times a week and i'm doing 150 to 250 rounds a trip uh because i want to be better okay Um, and i want to talk about that in a little bit and why i feel that way because i think that's an interesting topic to talk about um and my dog needs to go outside. So we're going to go outside. Should, yeah, I think we should all try to get better. You know, I think ultimately that's the point for most of us to try to get better. Um, I know if you uh, people told me that when I started doing this and I find it to be true, the more that I get it, you know, deeper I get into the gun thing. You got to shoot on paper because that shows you where you're actually hitting, which is really important. Um, I, and, you know, I shoot a lot on steel just because we're trying to make the videos and go through it really quick and. You know, there's certain things going on, but I think it's really important to try to shoot a paper and see where, you know, where that round is actually going. So, um, no, I 100% agree with you. And um, for the last year that I was.
Okay. Looks like we lost him out there. Once you, once you, yeah, we lost you for a sec. Oh, uh, yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, I, I picked up so many bad habits from shooting <clears throat> on steel. Um, that, like paper really has told me so much more about what I'm doing with the gun, um, and helped me improve like an incredible amount, uh, because I've been focused on what my results are and not just the sound that it makes whenever target. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm, I, I had to step outside to let my dog out because he's whining like he needs to poop. Better, better, uh, out there. Um, in there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I just, I just had, um, like I was choking a little bit. So, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's why um, I'm like tearing up a little bit here. Um, oh, why are you tearing up a little bit there? No, I don't know. The water just went down. You know, like sometimes you're drinking some water or something and it goes down the wrong mm. way a little bit. Yeah. So um, it might be that Lola put into uh, your water because you didn't take her somewhere nice. on. The yeah. Moment. Yeah. I totally believe if if I kick the bucket, Lola poisoned me. So if she if she was going to do it, she would have done it a long time ago. Um, let's see. There's a bunch of things going on here. I know Tyvin just sent me something about the statement that Nancy Pelosi made. I think that he's saying that Mac posted something about it. Um, Nancy Pelosi warns GOP that a Democratic president could declare gun violence a national emergency. Um, and, and I think Mac posted that up. Um, I was Mac was just actually texting me, so I'm trying to get him to come on. He might come on tomorrow, I'll, which would I'll be cool. If text, you get, I'll him to get on here. Yeah, um, I don't know if he, he's probably he's probably doing something live right now, um, but you know we'd be happy to have him come on tomorrow and talk to you guys. Uh, Jafari H says we love you. Don't cry. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. Uh, uh, Kathleen, music lover says my dog has to poop. Hey, uh, I, I thought he had to poop, but right now he's galloping back and forth in the yard like a moron on crack. Yeah, it, there was probably just something outside he wanted to get out there too. Uh, you know, he, he's got a ton of energy, and he mm. just ha he has to come outside sometimes and and just sprint in the yard like a moron for a little while uh, to get it figured out. Mm -hmm. As otherwise, he'll go crazy and start you know bugging me and stuff, and yeah, it, it, it gets annoying. Uh, yeah, downside to having a higher energy dog. Yeah, and everyone's now sharing what their dog is doing. My okay. says my dog just finished pooping. All the dogs in the world are pooping right now. <laughs> just, just so we, just so we all know that. Except your dog, he's got to maybe he's just got to run up and down a little bit, and then he'll get it. Yeah, get it out no, of his system. He's got two tennis balls hanging out of his mouth right now, bouncing around like he's on crack. It's yeah, great. yeah. So okay. Um, now, did you, did you get into the reason why you think you need to get better? Uh, no, not yet. Not yet. Um, mm -hmm. I wanted to like, uh, kind of expand on the going to a public range a whole lot uh, <clears throat> lately. Like the, some of the stuff that I have seen um, at oh, the yeah. public range yeah. has been like I don't scary. like public ranges. I, as a matter of fact, I don't, like, uh, I don't like any range where other people can go and shoot at the same time. Um, I don't have a problem with other people shooting on the same range where my uh -huh. issue lies is if I'm like in a stall next to them, like I want my own bay, my, my own like tactical bay with, with like berms on three sides kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and I generally go during the week, during the day when no one else is out there. And, uh, there have been a couple of times where it's, it's fit into my schedule where I've been able to go to the range on a weekend and that's the time that I have. 
Mm-hmm. And that's where I see some of the most ridiculous stuff. Like I watched a, a man uh, showing off his $35 Chinese optic that he got on a eBay or Amazon or whatever on his uh, garbage AR pistol uh, to the dude in the next stall. But while he was doing it, he flagged the entire line and um, you know, whatever he pointed the damn thing back down range, it was like pointed directly at the back of his wife's head. Who is on the line shooting as he's having a conversation about this $35 Chinese, like, um, you know, NC star looking, uh, you know, Seymour knockoff. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, I, I, I have physically grabbed more firearms in the last month by going to the public range on the weekend than, uh, I have it in my entire life. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. This is one of the, I, I, when I first started doing this, I had to go to uh, ranges and um, it was, it wasn't a lot of fun. That's why thankfully for us, we had enough property that we can actually make our own range out there. It's the most awesome thing ever, man. Cause there's a whole bunch of stuff that goes on when you go to the range. Like, you know, I've been to the range and there's two guys just having at it. Like there was one guy that was a, was a I don't know maybe he was a Korean vet or something like that and he was getting into it with this other guy you know and people with guns shouldn't be at the range screaming and shouting at each other making threats you know and Lola we actually caught some of this on camera because we were making a video and I was like I don't want to be in the middle of these two idiots you know yeah no it's it, carrying like some, on um, so some range goers are just just terrifying like i want to i want to hear some of the people in uh the chat tell me their like bad range experience uh things like that that sounds like it'd be interesting to hear um yeah, yeah. yeah. ranges the, are not fun they're not fun there's always if if you go there and there's no one there so, you know sometimes it's cool it's all good if you look at my early videos you'll see a lot of stuff shooting on the range but it was always some kind of problem for me so yeah i mean like it's just a a a convenience thing for me like the indoor range that i go to is like eight minutes from the house uh so i can in fact whenever i we we end the podcast i'm gonna grab my range bag i'm gonna run down there and i'm gonna shoot 150 rounds at 25 yards and then i'm gonna come home and do some work Mm -hmm. um and then Mm -hmm. spend some time with my wife for valentine's day um so the uh, it's just a convenience thing. Sometimes you know somebody said never go to the uh, range on the weekends, and you know sometimes that's when it fits into my schedule. And trying to keep the same firing schedule where I get as much practice as I feel I need to improve is important. You know, yeah. Killer Ratchet says he has a bad range story. No, I, I want to hear him. I want I want to yeah. type type him out. Tell me about him. Um, and whoever comes up with the best one, I've got some of these excess sites discount cards. Um. So it's 25% off of anything on excesssites.com. And uh, I've got a whole stack of them. So I'm going to give away some of them to dudes um, that come up where, you know, whoever in the chat comes up with good range stories. uh, Also going to give some away to those comments on Instagram that I like because I've got a bunch of them and I want them out of my office. Okay. (laughs) So excess sites. You've got 25% off. You've got stacks. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is about half of them here. So yeah. I mean, like I said, I I I have a a bunch of these discount cards that I want to get out of my office and into the hands of somebody that can utilize them. Yeah. Vanessa Kitty says, "Eat a lot of beans before going to the range. It helps clear it out." 
uh, Harry's holster says a guy came to the range with a brand new AR, no rare sight or optic D60 set a target up at 50 on the rifle range. I hope he was hitting the berm, uh, said they didn't have rare sights in rap vids. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Rap videos are not the place to get your, uh, gun, your gun information from <laughs> just FYI. You know, I'm not against rap videos or anything, you know, there's, uh, I, I look at rap videos and all that, but that's not where you get, you go to get any kind of <laughs> information. Mr. FNH says, I was on a three lane public range. Uh, I was shooting from 50 yards. Next thing I know, people are bump firing from 2,500 yards on my left and right, flagging everyone while showing off. Uh, that, that's- yeah, those are the kind of things you have to put a stop to. Yeah, no, like that's when I grab somebody's firearm and tell them that they need to keep it pointed down range. And if it happens another, you know, like again, then I politely ask them to leave if there's not an RO there to ask them to leave. Yeah. Um, like I, I, I just will absolutely not handle that. Like won't do it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, there's lots of stories coming in here. I don't know if I no, can touch. I know. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of there's a whole bunch of stories coming in here with yeah, you know, this is why I think people should be able to shoot. Well, obviously everyone can't shoot in their backyards, right? I don't like indoor ranges. I'm not a fan. I don't like indoor ranges. Um, you know, and I know there's some places out there that have really good indoor ranges. I think uh what was what was the one that I think what was the name of that range you and I? Was that in Austin? Yeah. I'm trying to remember. Was that Austin? What was that? Uh, yeah, was that, that was the range. Uh, the range the, at Austin. Or the range at Austin. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. So there's places that are cool and all that, but I'm not a fan of indoor. And then even outdoor ranges, you know, there's where there's a bunch of people. I think even sometimes I've been shooting in the desert with people, and uh, yeah, that gets crazy sometimes too. That's even worse. Yeah, uh, especially if they're media people, because media people can't shoot, and some a lot of media people have some of the worst gun handling habits I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's scary. Yeah. So I think that you know it's it's unfortunate. We should all have like ranges in our backyard. That would be great. But everyone can uh, do yeah. that. So. It'd be, it, it would be great. Unfortunately, yeah. I live in a major metropolitan area, and that ain't happening. Yeah, I think the best time to go to a range is early in the morning on a weekday when everyone else is at work. Kind of. Yeah, video. I mean, I've had pretty good luck in the evenings during the week. Um, you know, there might be one or two other people in there, and like the staff of the range know to kind of stick me away from everybody because I'm gonna like break their rules and do what the hell I want to do anyway. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mr. FNH, you definitely win. Uh, DM me on Instagram, um, and I will shoot you a photo with the code on it. That way, I don't have to mail out these ridiculous these little plastic cards, which are really nice if you're handing them out at a trade show. Yeah, I had a I had a um, a, a bad um, range experience when we were at Shot Show at an indoor range thing I went to. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, they were just letting people do whatever they want to. There were people that came up there not dressed properly to be at the range. Is this that one at 702? Uh, the- no, I didn't go to that one because, like, this one that I had made me go, yeah, I'm not doing I don't like going to those things. And the one I went to made me say, yeah, I'm not going to any other things because I really don't need that. But there were people in there that weren't dressed properly. There were people shooting. So, okay. You know how um, you, the arm holds the target, right? Yeah. The so I guess there were people rapid firing at the head. Someone got some headshots. So this guy decided he was going to rapid fire at the head, but that's where the arm is. So he was doing that and he was hitting the steel, I guess. And there were deflections. I was in a whole other stall and there were deflections coming over into my stall. Cause, and he was also shooting, doing the, which, you know, you could shoot however you want to, but he was doing this and rapid firing at, at the head of the thing. So, yeah, no. And then I was like, yeah, like, but I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm not dude. I don't have a problem telling somebody that they're being an asshole uh, when they're doing something like that, because yeah, it, that, that makes gun people in general look bad. And when you're at an industry event, you should not be making, you know, gun people look stupid. Like why, why conduct yourself with at least a little bit of professionalism. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you're a serious gun person, that's the thing that I think. I think a lot of us who are serious gun people are going to look at that and go, yeah, that's not, you know, you could do, I believe you, if you're in your, in your own range or whatever, it's just you out there, do whatever you want to do. But when you're dealing with other people, you need to be respectful of the fact that there are other people around, you know, but not everyone, not everyone sees it that way. So. Wait, Killer Ratchet, are you saying that your grandfather was trying to call people back from replacing targets so that you could shoot? Oh, I just I just read that one. Oh, the killer ratchet one. Where did it go? Yeah, um, I guess he uh, went with his grandfather, and you know, like grandfather handed him an AK to shoot, and like he looked up, and there were people downrange, so he pointed the the firearm at the ground and pulled his finger off the trigger, um, which I don't I don't know. I'm I'm having a hard time understanding. All the <laughs> fuck, God, mm, JB, you got me. <laughs> As I walked into the range, I saw a girl in a tank top who put on an AGC boob bib and had enough and walked out. <laughs> you bastard! Ah, <laughs> uh, you got me. Damn. Man. Oh boy, JB, I haven't heard from you in a while. I hope you're doing well, brother. He's always on here harassing us, so. Yeah, no, I mean, like, I just haven't been putting a bunch of stuff out on the YouTubes. Trying to change things up a little bit there. Trying to figure out a way to do it. Okay. Uh, Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. Um, Okay, let's talk about some more things that gun guys like. Uh, One of my my favorite things, dude. 22. One of my favorite gun things. 22. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Are you a fan of 22? Because I love 22. And no, I also I, I love, like yes, and I love nothing beats, well, okay, full auto 22 would be great. Suppressed 22, also awesome. This is uh, the Vector from Liberty Suppressors right here. Nice. just got in. And this is an SBR 22 that I have. I have a oh. couple of 22s that I actually quite love. Um, we talked about them on the last podcast I was on. 
Okay. Uh, but I've got a couple of others that I haven't really talked about. Okay. Um, cool. We'll get those out. Yeah, I will grab those. Yeah. So check this out. You guys might like this. Now, this is an AR, but it's a 22. It's got the conversion kit in there. So it uses these. Um, this is actually for my Defiance, but it uses those conversion kit magazines for 22s. Um, this is the only one I could find. I don't know where my other magazines were when I was leaving. Uh, um, Defiance. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, you know, the defiance from uh, the the uh, it's from the guys at Chris and they yeah, make the yeah, defiance. Yeah. It's a 22. It's a, a loop. It's a, yeah, it's actually aluminum uh, 22 AR. So yeah, it has like no. a, uh, I have one thing. right here. Oh, cool. OK, there you go. Yes. Boom. Uh, I didn't bring mine in. I actually don't have the upper for mine right now. Yeah, um, I have uh, this is the 16 inch barrel. The cool thing about it is it takes 10 22 barrels. I thought that was really, yes, really neat. That is awesome. Um, I, I'm going to swap the handguard on it because I don't like their like bolts and rail to it, you know, system. But yeah, it's fine for now. Uh, primary arm is one to six ACSS reticle uh, scope on here, the, 20, the 22. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a cool little rifle. Like, I really dig it a lot. Um, it's outstanding. And the only one that beats it out is the one that CMMG and I worked together on. It doesn't have an optic on it right now, but this is my CMMG 22. Nice. So um, all metal. It, oh, that uh, has yeah. CM, okay. So it's not the C is it the CMMG conversion or no, this is a legitimate 22 oh, okay. rifle. So this is the proper to a sweat rate and all that good stuff. Oh, okay. Um, the only thing that's different on this rifle from my, um, like the, the rifle that I would take if I needed to use it in a defensive, uh, situation is the muzzle device and the charging handle. Everything else is the same. Um, I've got the, uh, Geisley Mark eight, 13 inch rail on here. It's got the same, uh, streamlight, uh, rail mount to light that my defensive gun has. It's got the same, um, Geisley SSA trigger, the same furniture. So it feels exactly the same. And it allows me to get a lot more practice in with a rifle for a whole lot cheaper. Very cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Oh, I see Walter's in here. Shout out to Walter. I was just going to show there's some experimental stuff on this one. So by the way, that is an experimental polymer version of the KES stock that's on this. That's cool. That I keep trying to get Walter to actually make these, but you know, I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll get him to make those. And this is a this is the Kaiser this is the Kaiser US upper and lower on nice. this. You know, um, I'm not gonna tell you guys what kind of trigger it has in there. I know some people are telling me what kind of trigger it should have. Um, yeah, this is a carbon fiber handguard. <laughs> so this is like my lightweight SBR twenty-two right there. It's very nice. And uh, I think that's some kind of vortex. Uh, what is it? The spark. Is it the spark? Yeah, just the spark. It looks, kind of spark it looks like a spark or yeah, yeah, something like that. So nice little twenty-two's are fun, man. And I think this has the CMMG conversion. Is it CMMG that makes a conversion kit? Yes. Yeah. 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 It's the uh, it's it, it's like an action style uh, yeah. conversion kit. I think yeah. a couple of the companies make them, but yeah. CMMG is the big. Tell one. tell Walter to make more polymer stocks. Yes, please do that, please, Walter. Make more polymer stocks. Like that would go over really, really well. Yeah, the people want these. You know, and right. they're still tough. They're still tough. This is a multi-position one. 
three position right there. It's a polymer, but it's got the I think they just use aluminum rail on it. Yeah, if Walker yeah. wants somebody to break it, he he knows where to find me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Um so other stuff gun guys love. Um I love this little thing. That is a Mantis X. Oh, okay. I think I have one of those somewhere. That's the training thing. You can connect it to your iPhone. Yep. 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 Very cool. Uh, I love this thing. I use it every day. Um, it has helped my shooting so, 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 so much. Um, I've had some really great conversations with the guys at Mantis Tech on how it works. And it, it's kind of neat. Um, the thing that like what made me really like it a whole lot more is once I understood like that it's not necessarily looking at where the bullet is going to go. Um, it's, it's telling you more about what you're doing with the gun. So like, how you're pulling the trigger. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. so it, it's, 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 it's like tracking deviation of the whole pistol. Um, because like whenever you present your gun, like your side alignment not might, might not be right. It might be a little bit left or right or up or down. So you might not, ha not have a perfect sight picture and uh, the bullet may not go into the same place that you anticipated or the mantis says it will. Um, you can okay. remove that with like a red dot. Uh, so you just put the dot on the place you want the bullet to go and you pull the trigger and it should correlate with the mantis. But um, this, this just gives so much feedback on, um, you know, what the gun is doing. Uh, Harry's holster just wanted to know if I've shot live fire with a mantis X. Uh, if so, uh, the scores you got were crap, but the target was good. Um Yes, it is better for bullseye stuff. Uh, I don't find it as useful in um, live fire as I do in dry fire. Dry I find uh, dry yeah. fire to really be the home for that. Uh, but the Mantis is, is a really nice tool for dry fire because I can put it on my gun um, and a couple of times a day whenever I want to take a break from work, um, I'll do 10 or 20 shots and uh, – you know, just pick a spot on the wall, try to control the trigger as best as I can. And, uh, yeah, it, it gives me some feedback from that. Whereas like if I were to do the old dime trick, which I don't even know if I have a dime. Um, so, I, have, I mean, I have one of those, uh, did they upgrade the unit itself or they upgraded the software? How does that work? They, they have, they're continuously upgrading the software. Uh, there, okay. there's always new updates out there for the software. Um, this is the original Mantis X. There will be a Mantis X three coming out, uh, later this year. That is about 60% smaller. Okay, cool. Um, it's got more sensors packed into it, and it's got a longer battery life. Uh, I'm going to end up buying one of those to supplement this thing. It won't replace it, uh, but it is a phenomenal tool. Um, but like I was talking about the the, the dime trick, um, and there's a bunch of old thuddy dudes that believe that this right here is going to tell you like what you need to know. So you put a dime on your front sight and then you press the trigger and hope that the dime doesn't fall off, but that doesn't tell you anything other than, um, how still not, you are when you pull the trigger. Yeah. Right. It, but, which is the idea, but it doesn't really like, you know, it, all it's telling you is that you're not doing this or this or, you know, this or something stupid like that. You can't use it during live fire. So it doesn't really tell you a whole lot, and the Mantis really tells you a, a crap load more. Yeah. Um, 
By the way, Walter's saying this is the only one of these polymer things that are out there. They 3D printed this. Oh, so, nice, nice. Yeah, Walter, make more of these, man. Seriously. I think... Gonna, uh, huh? Yeah, that, 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 the comp on that uh, 509 that I was carrying earlier, I, I switched to my regular carry gun. Mm -hmm. um, but the comp on that thing is, is a prototype that um, Henry Holster... or. Uh, God bless it. Why you got Henry Holster and Harry Holster, Henry Holsters and I have been working on to uh, finalize some of the details and that should be available pretty soon on his website. Oh, okay, cool. So uh, Andrew's been doing, did a killer job with the design of that uh, comp. Uh, there were some issues with the first round that got sold and believe it or not, I was the guy that broke it and called them and said, Hey man, there's a problem. And uh, I believe it. Was, I believe he, it. He was awesome. Um, I wonder if I have that thing around here. Armament and Axis wants to know how you could put a dime on a site that is not flat on top. Uh, you can't. Mm, yeah. <laughs> uh, and the only sites that I can think of that aren't flat on top are like excess uh, big dots. Mm -hmm. So yeah. the big dot and standard dots, like those, um, <laughs> those are the only ones I can think of. Um, and yes, Andrew is a very smart dude. Andrew is incredibly smart when it comes to all kinds of stuff. And uh, yeah, there it is. So the initial ones that he sold, where the hell did I put that gun? This is <laughs> this is a gun person problem. This is something that I hate. I, I, I hate when I go, where did I put that gun? Oh, oh, styre sites. Styre sites are also trash. Um, so this is the version that we've been testing recently. Um, it's been upgraded in a couple of places. Um, so, let me see. Let's take a look at this. Okay. Yep. Uh, so strengthen up these bars here, did some other, uh, things to it. Is there a notch? There's a notch in the slide, right? Um, yeah, connect. so it, it does, it does fit around the slide. So you can kind of see it there. Oop. Are all those slides notched like that or, or. Yeah, this is just a standard 509 slide. There's, there's oh, nothing okay. crazy done to this. It, like it, okay. it looks like it's insane, but this, there's nothing crazy done to it. Okay. Um, this is just a standard 509 tactical slide with a red dot on it. And it's the standard 509 barrel with a comp on it. So the only thing that I've added to this thing is a trigger and a comp. Um, everything else is as it comes from the factory, just about. Um, so, yeah, that's that's the one he's working on right now. Um, super excited for that to get released to you guys with 509 tacticals or threaded barrel 509s because it works uh, really, really well. But the initial one, we had a bit of a failure. A little and, bit. Um, yeah, so the first comps were, um, like like Andrew told the guy what he wanted, and he said, hey, I've got a design that worked perfect for that. And uh, it didn't work. Andrew did the right thing and reached out to everybody that bought one and ensured that they sent it back, uh, gave them a full refund. And then uh, um, yeah, he, he made sure that everyone was taken care of. And uh, that, that, that is above and beyond. Um, like it speaks volumes about uh, Andrew's character. Okay. Very cool. Um, 
So when do you guys, so you're, te- are you testing this new one now or yeah, is it out? Yeah. Is it, out um, it is not out yet. No. Okay. Um, the, that's the second prototype of the, of, uh, the revision that I've had, like this one's in the white and, uh, this is something that no one has seen. Um, but this was the first one that he sent out, uh, and we decided that, uh, upgrading the set screws to a larger size and doing some other things to it, um, was necessary. But, uh, yeah, like this is his version of that same comp. And then. Go ahead. I'm just throwing up some, something I want to talk. Yeah. Finish your yeah, thought. I'm just throwing up. Um, yeah. And then this is the uh, the this this is closer to the release product, so I'm I'm really excited about that thing. It's going to be really good. Yeah. And um, what are these comps supposed to do for us? They're supposed to make us more accurate. Less no, more- no, uh, it just keeps the gun flatter. So um, okay. this one kind of shows it a little better. These ports up top, so you have two chambers, right? You've got a chamber here and a chamber here. The first chamber is it doesn't have any side ports, so it's going to direct gases upwards. And uh, what that does is whenever you shoot, right, you know, the gun goes like this. But if you have a jet of hot gases coming up, like it's going to help keep that muzzle flat. And um, if you look at uh, on AmmoLand.com, I've got a review of the KKM uh, four port comp barrel. Um, the one that normally resides on the Roland that I, I quite enjoy. Um, I've got a slow-mo GIF of me shooting one of these things and like the whole gun is is moving like like this much you know okay. under like rapid fire and that has a lot to do with the comp okay cool um, not to change the subject i want to talk about something that gun guys both hate and love depending on what gun guy it is at the same time i don't know if you saw this article in uh, uh, something i won't mention the name of no, i don't care uh fresno police this is okay don't care. Firearms blog. Uh, Fresno police seized prohibited weapon off the streets. A suppressed Keltex sub two thousand. <laughs> um, With a broken this, trigger guard. Yeah, this is interesting. Obviously, this person modified this. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, from the photo above, the gun is not California compliant. Um, which you know, due to the laws, obviously over there that. You know, people don't have to um, pay any attention to. What do you think about the sub two thousands? Are you for? Are you against them? Uh, I, I'm I'm indifferent. I think it's a cool concept. I just don't really have a use for one. Mm-hmm. And then it looks like someone found this one. Is that their own suppressor they made? Yeah, yeah. It's a DIY. Yeah. Suppressor. Interesting. Interesting. You know. Let let us know out there where you are with the uh, with the sub two thousands. Whether you like those, I know there's lots of people who like them. I have them. I have the first gen and the second gen. Yeah, yeah, I just never found a decent enough deal to justify me buying one. Um, they're not really my thing. Um, it, you know, like yeah, a sub two thousand doesn't really do anything for. You know, it does little for me over a good handgun with a red dot on it. Yeah. Okay, let me see. I'm gonna I'm gonna go through some other articles while we're here. I see that there's uh there's an article here about uh, customers being frustrated with uh, Silencer Co. I guess Silencer Co. had. A, I'll throw it up in here so you can um, see what's going on. Stay out of that. Yeah, 
Um, I don't know if there's anyone out there that had issues with Silence Co. when they did this uh, buy one, get one uh, deal. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I'm not going to discuss that Stay, at all. You staying out of that one? Okay. Uh, yeah, the the particular person that wrote that has has beef with Silencer Co. for whatever reason. So I'm just gonna. Oh, okay. It. All right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, right. the Armsman uh, was asking Harry's holsters if he didn't have any, if he had any interest in the P10, uh, the CZP10. Mm-hmm. So the FN509 is not much difference from the 509 Tactical. Um, so. Two kind of different animals there, uh, the, the, but the 509 is definitely different. Like there are some parts that you can't get uh, as replacements. One of those being the magazine magazine release, which is 100% an area that needed to be addressed in the original 509. Uh, threaded barrels are kind of hard to come by too, but the big one is that optic mount. Um, no one does that cut aftermarket and it's really a cool system so i can understand why harry would want to find that particular you know like setup um all i can say to harry is maybe um maybe look closer to the middle of the year maybe you'll see something okay okay um and then this this last one i'm throwing up here just because you know i like uh, Hollywood Weapons, the TV show. So I see that they, uh, they, the firearms blog was on the set of uh, Hollywood Weapons for season three. That's a pretty cool show. I don't know if you've caught any of that. Yeah, no, uh, I definitely enjoy uh, watching Hollywood Weapons. Uh, I've not had the chance to meet. Um, <clears throat> Have you Jerry. met Zanoff? Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I met Sam. Terry, no, okay, Terry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Yeah, Sanoff actually came on the show. He did. Oh, nice. He did yeah, podcast. Well, it, yeah. He is a really interesting dude. Yeah, he is very cool guy. We we talked to him for two hours. Uh, you know, I learned I learned some things. Yeah, so, yeah he is incredibly smart. Uh, like yeah. we had some really cool uh, gun nerd conversations out there um, when yeah. we were visiting at ISS in California. Yeah. I think Terry Terry is a, is funny and he's a good actor. <laughs> you know, uh, I know he was actually like Dog's an SF guy. Sorry. <laughs> is someone? Is someone? That. Yeah, is someone coming to the house unauthorized or? No, no, on? no. It's, it's she's authorized. This is this is a every night occurrence. Like he's letting me know that uh, that mom's home. Oh, okay, cool. Nothing yeah. wrong with that. Nothing. Yeah, it's not no. disturbing anything. Yeah, no, Terry. No. I've never. Have you? You said you never. You never met. No, Terry. No, I've not had the pleasure of meeting Terry. Oh, okay. Uh, but I've heard really good things. Yeah, they seem like they have fun. I would love to go visit that set or, or do something with them. They seem like fun, funny guys. They have they have a lot of fun with that show. So I haven't seen the third season yet. I think it's out now, but I don't have um, regular TV, so I haven't seen it. I'm going to wait until it comes on Netflix. Yep, 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 yep. And then I'm going to check it out. But anyone who does have that – I you know, go check it out. Maybe we'll get Larry Zanoff to come on. Maybe we'll get uh, Terry some point to come. What's Terry's last name? I'm trying to remember. Oh, man. Uh, Stretched with an ass. Yeah. Um, yeah. But he was, what was he, a Green Beret or something like that? Something like that, yeah. It's yeah. been a while since I've seen, um, you know, it, it, since I've watched one of the episodes. Because right? mm-hmm. I like binge watch. 
Yeah, um, that's what I do. Brian, quick. God bless it. I'm going to ship that dog to China to be turned into some sort of food. Um, he's still going to show up. I know, dude. Like that dog would swim across the ocean to get back. He's way too attached. <laughs> um, Brian Quick wanted to know what I think of the Glock Gen 5 MOS. Uh, Gen 5 MOS is the same thing as the Gen 4 MOS, and I am not a fan of it just because of how um, they you, you screw a plate to the slide and then you screw the optic to the plate, and that, that arrangement can you know present an issue at some point where uh, that plate that's screwed to the slide, it comes loose, and you start losing... Um, Zero. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I've got a uh, Glock 34 Gen 5 MOS gun, and I've had a hell of a time trying to keep an optic zeroed for more than uh, a few hundred rounds. Okay. Um, and I, I, I personally don't like using Loctite on my optics because things get moved around a lot in my safe. Uh, so, like, you know, like the optic that's on my FN right now, that one normally lives on my uh, Glock 19X. But like I wanted the Type 2 adjustable uh, RMR in there, so I had to pull it off one gun to put it on another. And if I use Loctite, like that's just not an awesome thing. Um, the MOS system relies heavily on Loctite to keep things like you know tight and zeroed. And even then, it's like not really the best, most reliable solution. Um, I've heard of dudes breaking. Um, you know, screws and mount plates. Um, lots of cases where things are coming loose like that, that, that mount plate comes loose from the slide. So um, not something that I would consider for any serious use. Uh, but like if it's a range gun or competition gun, yeah, maybe it'll work. Yeah. Oh, uh, by the way, it's Terry Shepard. Yes. Okay. And Hollywood weapons is on the outdoor channel. And I think it's on Saturdays. Uh, or sometime on the weekend. So, uh, if for for if you want to catch the new season, um, yeah, like I, I just I, I don't. I, it's on the outdoor channel. I don't. I don't have um, that particular channel. Yeah, uh, we chose the the cable package that had kid TV. You know, and because mm-hmm. I don't watch it. Yeah, Jafari H says it's on Netflix, which yes. is true. It is on Netflix. That they've they've got season one and two on Netflix. So that's where I watched it. I think when he was on, he said that it's also on Amazon Prime, maybe, or it's on Amazon. Might be. I mean, I yeah, I haven't seen it on there. Yeah, someone check if anyone out there can check to see if it's Amazon Prime because I don't ever remember seeing it on Amazon Prime. It could be on Amazon, but not on the Prime itself. So, yeah, um, and it looks like Armament and Access put up a link to the outdoor channel in there. So, um, um, I kind of. Open the chat up to sure. uh, you know to some questions about you know yeah, specifically pistol stuff because that's kind of okay. We've uh, got we've got I've, like nine minutes, so whatever pistol. Yeah, what kind yeah, of yeah. do you want specific type questions or just any question? Yeah, no, I mean any, any 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 pistol centric question. Yeah. Like so I've I've really been focused in that particular area of my shooting. Like I can talk about other stuff, but um, I feel most comfortable talking about that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I am not a, says that he's seen the same thing with his 19 MOS. Uh, and, and realistically, there are two fixes for that. Um, one is you can send your slide off to agency and have the AOS system um, milled into your slide. Or you can uh, 
send it off somewhere else. I believe that the Atom mount is long enough to replace the MOS system. So that's another option possibly. Okay. Um, so I've got that 365 here, which I'm going to try to hey. shoot it some more this weekend. Um, I don't like this trigger on here. Listen, that's pretty. I mean, it, it, it winds up still, I think, being an accurate but that little thuddy sound is not super awesome. It doesn't. That doesn't like bother me. I, I don't. I don't yeah. feel as though it, it. Like it's not a huge thing. Nah, man. It's like the sound of a striker makes when it drops. Like doesn't necessarily indicate much of anything. Yeah. Um, I mean, and then like if you take a look at, you know, just about every other gun out there, you know, like the 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 Glocks, those have primer drag. It's just not as pronounced as it is on. Uh, that particular gun, you know, so they I, have you ever taken one of these apart? Yeah, okay. Um, da, 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 da. Vanessa Kitty wants to know was the Picatinny rail system designed for moving around optics and such to assist in maintaining zero? I honestly don't know. Um, okay, like that's not really a pistol question, so yeah, yeah. Um, and Armsman says, okay, I think you read that already. Armsman says he vouches for you on the 19th. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then we've got somebody asking about shot timers, shot timers, yeah. Um, yeah, like the the Pocket Pro 2, I think, is that what I've got? Um, I've got a, a bunch of if you go over to firearmrack.com, you'll find a tab at the top that says drills. You can click that, most of them have a link to a timer. Um, it's the competition electronics like Pocket Pro 2, maybe. Okay. What about um, a, what about an iPhone app? Is that just as good or no? No, no. Um, the, the, the mic on that has a hard time picking up the shots properly and okay. like discerning from other shooters and stuff like that. Like, I haven't had really great luck with those and um, like the, the beep on them isn't very loud. So, I mean, I've got that app on my phone. Move these rifles to where I'm not going to knock them over. Harry's holster says that thud is the spring cup design in in the 365. And um, Armament and Axis says that the Hollywood weapons is on Amazon prime as well. Oh, good, good, good. Yeah. Yeah, No, like if you guys have the time to watch that stuff, I definitely would recommend it. It's worth the watch for sure yeah and then larry's on facebook you can follow him yes yeah, hollywood weapons is is um on all the social medias and stuff like that so. um all right uh so like to answer your question more specifically on um the the iphone app i'll, I'll show you why i don't use them This is as loud as it gets. That's it. Oh, okay. So if you have plugs and muffs in, that is not loud enough. Yeah, let's hear yours, the one. This is going to (laughs) suck. <laughs> okay. So, significantly I see louder. The difference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, how, so, what does, so, which model was that again? The one that you um, use? The one I use is a Pocket Pro 2. Um, it, it's it's pretty good. Uh, the, the club timer, the pack timer, that one's really good too. Uh, so, I've got some gripes about this one. Like, I don't much like this little plastic clip that they use on here. Uh, if I could go back and buy a timer again, probably would have been. Uh, the uh what you call it uh the the packed uh 
pro timer three or club timer three or whatever it is, whatever the one that all the cool Instagram guys use that has that kind of like shield shape to it. Okay. How much was that? How much? Did- uh, they run about a hundred dollars. Uh, okay. okay. it's, uh, so <laughs> Jafari H says, plug it into your muffs. Uh, it, that does not work. Uh, for okay. whatever reason, it will only play that beep through the uh, the speakers. Oh, okay. That's probably how the app yeah. works. Yeah, Harry's uh, also says the app works great for dry fire. I agree with him. I agree with him 100%. Like, that's what I use that for because if I use my actual timer, that's just way too loud. Um, yeah, I've tried it with Bluetooth and cable both, and for whatever reason, it just wants to go through the phone. It's something wrong in the programming. Yeah. Now, Jafari um, had a question about the R. He says, uh, "I've been saving for an RMR two, but I've been hearing really hearing really good things about Hollow Sun MRDS. Tell me what to do. I can't decide." So, um, the Hollow Sun is a good budget option for a gun that you wouldn't necessarily want to carry and and the only reason i say that not because it's unreliable is because the housing is a little bit bigger uh there were some other things about the uh, hs 507c that i didn't really love and one of those was when you you know like transition from one target to the next you can see that dot going blink 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 like i can see it and it just drives me nuts it's not necessarily a problem it's just the frequency that that LED is being lit up. So it's it turns on and off really fast um, to kind of conserve battery or something. I don't know. Um, personally, I would buy a Type 2 RMO6, which is the adjustable 3.25 MOA uh, version. That's what's on this slide here from ATEI. Like I've got a Type 2 RMO6. Um, that's 3.25 adjustable, which means you can turn it up and down really nice. Uh, the auto adjust ones kind of suck because they don't really auto adjust the way you want them to. Um, and like, if you're shooting for accuracy, you can turn that dot way, way down and get a nice, clean, small point of aim. Uh, but if you're shooting faster, you can turn that dot up and have it bloom out and it'd be closer to, you know, six or seven MOA and a whole lot easier to acquire. I don't know if I can... So we're clear. I'll lock it on you. See if we can get it to do it. Um, so where, where's that at? That's that's about where I would carry it, right there. So you can see that dot, and then uh, if I start pumping the brightness up on it, you see it gets a whole yeah. lot bigger and mm-hmm. a heck of a lot easier to acquire. So. That's the cool thing about the 325 MOA dots. Um, the Hollow Sun, like, I, I don't have a whole ton of time on them. I don't feel bad about, yeah, I, I mean, I've got one on order. Uh, you know, like, it, it, it's, it's a fine option, just not for me, but I, I would buy RMO6 Type 2 or an RMO9, which is a one MOA version of the RMR with the same. Um, plus and minus controls on it. Okay. And then uh, I think, who was it? The one, Mr. FNH wants to know what app was that, that you use for the shot timer? Uh, make ready, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Uh, called make ready with an exclamation okay. point. Uh, somebody asked uh, about the um, Mossberg MC1. 
Uh, I think it's a cool gun. I think that when it hits the market, people aren't going to embrace it uh, right out of the gate. And I think that you're going to see prices drop to the $225, $200 range uh, mm-hmm. over the, the first six to eight months. It's on the market, I think, maybe. You shot it at SHOT Show. Did you get one in for testing yet? I have not gotten one in for testing yet. Okay. Uh, I took it apart um, at range day and took really uh, a really close look at it, and it is a Glock. Like one hundred percent, it is internally yeah. a Glock. Like, uh, yeah. I mean, I sh- I shot it. It that's what I felt like. People were like, oh, what do you think? I was like, okay, it's pretty. You know, shoots like a Glock to me. You know, so I think that's not. I don't mean that in a bad way. That's probably a good thing if you're looking to get like. Yeah, a, yeah. I mean, it's a budget it's a, Glock out there. You know? Yeah, it, it is a budget Glock forty three, and I think yeah. it's cool. You know, I think it's awesome yeah. that somebody like the patents have expired on a lot of this stuff. Uh, to where other companies can make it. That's why Polymer 80 exists. It's why Lone mm-hmm. Wolf has been doing Glock frames uh, is because those yeah. patents expired. And well, I so, think it's cool that mainstream companies are taking that tech and applying it to their guns because it's a brilliant design if you really look at it. Yeah, here's the thing. So when they actually come out and there's production ones or whatever, you know, um, then, then they'll get in the hands of people and people will start shooting it and we'll see what kind of results it's getting overall. And you guys could look at that, make your, make your own decisions um, you know, based on that or get one yourselves and try it out. I mean, it's not, you know, it's not super expensive. So. Yeah. 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 I mean, like, um, I, I think that there might be, I've got some longevity concerns about some of the springs because when I took it apart, they looked um, a little on the uh, cheap and or weak side. Uh, when compared to most other gun manufacturers, but we'll see how that goes. Um, yeah, I think it's a cool gun, though. Yeah, yeah, so we'll see. Okay, we're at the 9 o'clock hour. I think we've given these folks two hours of love. Lots of love. Out oh, there. Yes. yeah. I hope you guys are feeling the love. Hopefully, you're spending it with your significant others. If you don't have significant others, you got to hang out with us. Uh, hang yeah. out with your significant other. Uh, I'm not a very good significant other. I gotta say. All you have to do is ask Lola. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> you know, Lola is in here working on Valentine's Day. That I know the, it's because you're a slave driving terrible that, man. Yeah, that the man designed. You know, the man designed Valentine's Day so they could sell you a bunch of stuff. But I will be very nice to Lola. Yeah. <laughs> Good, later good, on good. Yes. um do you want to you want to tell the go. folks go yeah go ahead what do you want to talk yeah about? uh so before we go uh first person in the chat to answer correctly uh one of the two items that gaston glock made before he got into firearms will win one of these cards um and then the next person that answers the question of what how gaston glock came up with the glock group angle because this happens to be fresh information in my head, uh, we'll win another one, and then I'm going to start doling them out on Instagram as well. Yeah. So if you guys have Instagram, go over there and you'll get some stuff. Let's uh, let's make guesses. Uh, Richard Hughes says a knife, polymer shovel, Brian Quick. I'm going to say bicycles. Can I say? Can I say? No, yeah, it's wrong. Oh, okay. Well, then I guess I could say it. I'm just guessing. Did he make underwear? He did not. Okay. Uh, uh, armaments and axes. That's that's one of the ones I was looking for. The knife is kind of a given. Uh, so Richard, uh, hit me up on Instagram. I'll give you one as well. Uh, uh, curtain rods. Is that what armament and yep. axes said? Yep. He made curtain rods. He made curtain rods. Interesting. Interesting. Uh-huh. 
<laughs> hinges, doorknobs, all kinds of small metal things. Uh, he had no prior gun design experience. Now, if somebody can tell me why the grip angle is what it is, uh, they will win another one. While yeah, and by the answering. way, Brick says he watched a video of me shooting the P365, and I had a few malfunctions. Was it ammo-related? I'm seriously considering. But I don't think it was ammo, because uh, Patrick has shot the Fort Scott 9mm stuff in his 365 with no problems, and later on, it wasn't doing it as much, so maybe it was like the springs and the magazines wearing in or something like that. I don't know, because I had a really tough time loading it up, which people tell me that's normal. So, uh, yeah, that's so far right. as you buying one... Um, Mine was a pretty, it's pretty early. It's like January 4th, uh, 2019. Not early. It's pretty late model. Uh, January 4th, 2019. I don't know. I would say if you're interested in it, go out there and get it. But, um, nah, man, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't put it like it, with the experience you have, I don't, I don't know if I would make that statement. Um, well, the thing is, is that there's people out there who don't necessarily have that experience. So, you know, I yeah, don't know. Yeah. I don't know if these newer ones coming out or, you know, um, it's, I've it's been tough. Told, it's tough to say because you know people are getting different things out there. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if, if someone really wants to get their hand on something, I'm not necessarily trying to stop them. I'm just trying to show them what my experience is of what happens with the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah if, just, uh, I like, think Glocks. I think Glocks are pretty good out there. If you want to get a Glock, uh, shields work fine. You know. Haven't had any issues with right, shield choices. Yeah, no. Yeah, uh, you know, you know, there, there, there are plenty of good guns out there. Um, you could just buy a really good holster and carry something bigger. Like uh, I've been writing up um, my Glock 26 Gen 5, and like that's a yeah. phenomenal gun. Like, or, uh, or buy buy someone's used Glock 43. <laughs> you can do that too, for sure. Because I'm, I'm sure there's guys out there selling them. I'm not gonna sell mine. No, yeah, mine's mine's staying with me. Um, and yeah, like I'm probably gonna end up replacing the slide on it uh, with a Victory First V43 slide. Okay, so so up till now you haven't done anything to the, to your G43, right? Oh no, what do you? Um, oh, don't tell me you did a whole bunch no. of stuff to it. Let's see. No, uh, it, it's oh, got no. sights okay. on sights. it. Um, okay. it's got Great a. Gun. Uh, trigger, yeah, because I did that for a mod minute, but it was it was stock, and I wasn't intending on replacing it. But it's got an Overwatch Precision DAT V2 mm -hmm. in it. Magwell. Um, nope. Uh, got a Vickers uh, slide release on this guy. Uh, I've got a plus one Terran tactical base pad, and then um, it's got a grip plug because I put that in all of my Glocks that don't get. Um, a magwell yeah pickle scratcher says the fact sig has sig hasn't been called out for rushing junk to the market where people will carry expecting to save their life it's a shame you know the thing is is that there's 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 at the same time that you see people that have issues with them there's a bunch of people out there that say they've had zero issues i don't uh, i don't so. i don't trust other people's opinions because yeah. that same person that uh, says i've had no problems has had it for a year and shot 100 rounds through it so um, yeah. As far as I'm concerned, other other people's opinions are uh, trash. Until you can give me a round count and start showing me where on the pistol, like uh, I, I don't care. Um, but uh, um, and no. YNH says, tell you about Skip Tacticals 43. It was actually way better than yours. It was rose gold, and it had um, Wonder Woman engravings on it. It was pretty awesome. 
that's fine. I would, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I carry I, I carry a Glock 19 these days, so <laughs> I graduated to a big boy gun. Yeah. Um, okay. Really? Yeah, big yeah, boy yeah. gun. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Uh, yeah. I so might good. go back to my Glock 26 or something, man. To be honest with you, or the 19 Dude, for that matter. You know, like the 19 carries really well. Like I switched guns earlier, and um, like. Hmm. Yeah. So being able to carry a, a, a 19 appendix like that is pretty awesome. Um, last thing before we go, I'm going to tell you guys where to find me, but uh, the pickle scratcher, let's, let's address that real quick because that's, that's kind of some bullshit information right there. Um, so when they introduced the 365, they were not aware of the drop failure problem. Um, when that was brought to SIG's attention uh, was at a testing facility in Germany, in Ulm. Um, in that testing facility, it went through a battery of tests for the German state police or something like that. I've got the document um, and, and like the testing procedures for it. As somebody kindly leaked it to me. But uh, that, that negative 30 degree angle onto concrete was specified in that testing document. When they saw that, what they felt as though is that the German government had written this document in order to use it as a form of gun control. And this is something that we see, we, you know, we see in California all the time. Um, reasonably often a government entity will write a law or a set of regulations that limits what people can have. And Are we talking about the 365 or the 320? The 320. Oh, 320. So, okay. Yeah. The 320. So whenever the, um, you know, when, when, whenever the gun failed that drop test, it was viewed as uh, being way too far. Like they didn't realize that it was a realistic situation. Um, so somebody, it, there, there were a couple people within SIG that were like, man, that's insane. Like these test results, you know, these testing requirements are, are way above and beyond. Um, like you are just trying to keep guns out of Germany. You're, you're, you're trying to make it harder for companies to introduce a new design um and and that's what it was um you know that's how it was viewed as by sig and it wasn't until andrew tui broke exactly how it 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 uh, failed um that it really started to become an issue because there was like one instance out of the you know whatever half million million um you know, 320s that were sold or whatever, however many it was, there was only like one or two instances of that gun being dropped and going off. Um, now, I, a lot of people will say, just don't drop your gun. But realistically, if you are drawing your gun and you're trying to fight somebody off, so if I'm, if, if I draw my gun and like he hits it out of my hand, what if that gun hits the ground and either has a dead trigger or discharges around and hits me? Um, you also have to think about cops as well that are carrying these things in exposed holsters in environments where something could fall over or hit the back of that gun and it could create enough movement to go ahead and set that gun off. Yeah. Um, and they're wearing they, a lot of gear. They're getting in and out of vehicles and all that, doing a lot of stuff, right? Yeah. I mean, you've got that, like a car door could hit it. You know, you, you could get into a wrestling match with some meth head and mm -hmm. get knocked on the ground and it get hit mm -hmm. just right. Like there's a bunch of things that can happen that can create the same situation as that gun being dropped so that that, that um, just don't drop your gun mentality is is dumb like if you own a gun that is not drop safe and you're carrying it 
you're not taking in all of the variables. Uh, like you, you, you aren't thinking through the dangers of carry because like if you get into an altercation, if you get into a hands-on altercation while that gun's out of your holster, like it can happen where you will drop that. You might get into a car accident. Uh, it could fall off of your nightstand. A ton of things could happen. Yeah. Um, so yeah. like, so don't don't be ridiculous. Um, don't drop your guns. Not not a thing. But that that's what happened with the 320. It wasn't that they did something wrong. It wasn't that they didn't test it enough. They just thought that the government of uh, the German government was trying to keep guns out of Germany. Okay. Uh, so before I let Patrick wrap up and tell you guys how to follow him, uh, Brownells does have like ten uh, percent off. I think for today. Yes. Yep. Uh, 10% yep, off, $99 and up gives you free shipping. Brownells, it's on a whole bunch of social media. Uh, I'll try to see if I can get Lola. Huh? Did you play the video for them? Did you play that? What video? Oh, no, you didn't. Okay. What video? You didn't, you, you didn't see it? No. Oh, this? Is, is it coming through? <laughs> you like that? <laughs> Who is that? That's 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 Ryan Rep. Right oh, that's there. Ryan. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I, I saw it on his Instagram before I saw it on anyone else's, and I was like, oh, oh my okay. god, that was just yeah. terrifying. <laughs> the guys at Brownells are crazy. So if anyone's looking, you know, they've got a sale, ten percent off. Ninety-nine bucks gets you free shipping. Um, I'll try to get Lola to do something. All right, Patrick, tell us how the people can. Uh, yeah, uh, best place to find uh, stuff from me is on uh, firearmrack.com. Uh, you can also find me on Instagram at the Patrick Roberts. Uh, whenever I start publishing crap on YouTube again, that'll be youtube.com slash firearmrack. Um, also find me on the Facebooks at uh, facebook.com slash firearmrack. Um, and you'll also find my work on the truth about guns, ammoland.com and recoilweb.com. Can people email you? Uh, yeah, if they absolutely have to, you know. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, email is not always the best way to get a hold of me. Uh, Instagram really is uh, the okay. best way because that notification, for whatever reason, bothers me more than the like ninety notifications that are ever present in email. But they can at Patrick at FirearmRack.com. Okay, cool. And if anyone wants those um, those twenty five percent off things he has, hit him up. Yes. On one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Hit me up on Instagram. Um, yeah. I, I will take care of you. Like. Uh, if you don't hit me up on Instagram and you were one of the ones in the live feed that won a, a a code from excess sites to do with as you please, I don't care if you auction it off uh, on eBay or utilize it as long as it's not in my office anymore. Because after I send you the photo of the card, I'm throwing it the fuck away. Okay, there you go. All right. So that's it. I want to thank everyone for watching. Make sure you're subscribed, subscribe, and then ring the bell for uh, notifications and all that kind of good stuff. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll see you guys on Friday. It'll be fun. We are out of here. Peace. Bye.